Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute provides educators access to nonfiction 9-11 resources for K-12, first-person curriculum with video, Discovering Heroes book series for kids, and a speakers bureau with access to 9-11 first responders, survivors, and loved ones. A high-tech 83-foot tractor trailer that transforms into an interactive museum with artifacts and Russell F. Siller Memorial Scholarships for exemplary high school students of program recipients preparing for college. Never forget, donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, host of Insert Name FC, and with me, as always, is my best friend and the other host of the show, Evan Robles. Hey, what's up, guys? Episode 29. Holy fuck, man. This podcast is now caught up to my age. <laughs> For those that don't know, well, I guess now you know I'm 29 years old, so uh, I guess we'll celebrate that. <laughs> Edward, I didn't get your beer. Nah, you're good. I'll celebrate with this water. Let me just do there you go. What's crazy is like, I feel like at, at this point, I don't think I'm ever going to have to buy beer again because of my job. Really? Well, because, so, for those who don't know, I work outside golf services at a, at, at a country club, at, specifically at one of the most illustrious country clubs all in, in the city of Houston. Yeah. So the, the who's who of, of Houston, I guess you can say, or members of the, and I mean, it membership is no joke. It's like one hundred fifty thousand dollars to become a member of this mm-hmm. of this country club, Student. and you and that's only to put you on the waiting list. So just FYI, that's just on the waiting just list. Just so you can get an idea of the kind of people that walk in. Mind you, the parking the parking lot is covered with freaking like B, uh, BMWs and the the, the, the expensive BMWs. Not the. Well, I mean, I guess there's no such thing as a inexpensive BMW, but you know, BMWs, Mercedes-Benzes, Audis, um, fully restored classic cars. I saw uh, an old-school Mercedes-Benz uh, with a it, like, in a bizarre green color, but it worked. I don't know if that makes any sense to you, Edward. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to picture it in my mind. That's the, new, the new Shelby Mustang. Also the old-school Shelby Mustang. Nice. Um, I've seen the Corvette Stingray, the new Stingrays, and the old Stingray, the classic Stingrays. It's just like, fuck, man. Point blank, people are rich. That's, that's, I can't go, I'm not going to go any further into that. But anyways, a lot of the members do leave 
especially if, uh, if one of the things that I do in the co- on the golf course, I do work in carts. So I, you okay. know, I watch the cars. I, I send them back out so that, you know members can. I think I remember seeing that snap. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's just one little thing I do uh, when you're working outside golf services. But um, they leave a lot of beer in the in their in the coolers that, that they have in the cart. Um, and so, you know, most of us, we, we split amongst ourselves by the end of the day, depending, not every day you're going to get like a shit ton of beer, but like, depending on the day, um, especially on tournaments, tournaments is probably where you're going to get your most beer, but yeah, so you get like a pretty good amount. Um, I'm not necessarily picky with the beer, so I, I, I'm, I'm fine with a Bud Light, a Miller Light, even though I'm not much of a Miller guy. Um, there is one guy that works with us that he specifically wants Coors Light. So, you know, hey, Light's a good beer. I don't oh, know. Yeah, no. Okay, let's face it. Bud Light, Coors Light, Bud Light. It's the same fucking beer. <laughs> it, it, it's the same fucking. It, that's beer pong beer. It's, yeah, it's what, pretty much. That's what they are. So I don't necessarily. I've heard, I've heard people talk trash about Bush. I mean, I, I've never that's, ever, that's, ever it, tasted. It. That's basically water. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Uh, Bush, Bush, Keystone. There you go, Keystone. Keystone Light. Um, basically all those are beers that you use to play beer pong with is that's that if you're just trying to chill, you don't want to get drunk too quickly. Those are the beers you drink. Oh, yeah, not bad. Mm. Um, but me personally, I'm a Shiner Bocker, Long Star guy, you know, kind of show my Texas roots in there Um, as my preferences for beer. But I mean, I'm more of a Dos Equis, Corona kind of guy, Pacifico, but like, Kind of had to put a michelada in there. I'm not a big beer drinker. If anything, I'm straight up tequila. I can't, I can't do micheladas. Uh, I mean, I like micheladas, but I think I'd rather have them either someone really good making them for me, or we go to a bar and we get micheladas. I'm not necessarily. Uh, I hate the ones that are, that are already in the can. <laughs> oh yeah, those are nasty, bro. I actually had yeah. one, I bought one. You know, so it's gonna and you know me, I'm one of those guys that like I gotta, gotta take it off. I gotta can. commit this thing. I gotta drink this thing. Yeah, that, that's that's not the thing I can finish. No, I, I really dude. can't finish it. Well, I had that uh, Michelada one. Oh, oh that shit was nasty, yeah. bro. They still have it. Oh, that's not that's not once they had it. They still have it. Yeah. Um. But anyway, uh. But yeah. Fun fact. A fun story about Corona. So during my time in the Marine Corps, whenever I did anybody a favor, they never asked me. They just gave me Corona. Spencer could tell you this. Uh, everyone just I guess assumed that I like Corona because I was Hispanic. I mean, most assumed I was Mexican, anyways. <laughs> So, I mean, it was just kind of one of those. It was funny because everyone was like, does, does it offend you? I'm like, not really because, I mean, it's free beer. I'm not going to say no to free beer. <laughs> I mean, technically it's not free beer because I did, I did them a favor. But <laughs> I always thought it was just funny how never failed, always a Corona. Well, not a Corona, like a six-pack Corona. But it was always Corona is basically <laughs> what I'm trying to say. But anyways, um, let's get going with this show, man. Um, there's a lot to talk about, and I'm not trying to over two hours and piss off Jim. I'm pretty sure she's not necessarily thrilled with the whole uh, unhinged at night where apparently I did not know how to pronounce his last name and this whole time I thought his last name was Manure. Uh, oh. <laughs> it's Menuer. Menuer. It's French. It's a French last name. Menuer. Maybe. Sounds like you're saying manual, you know? No. Menuer. It's like a Menuer. <laughs> wow! I didn't even say the L, but and right. just like that, folks, this is officially the end of, of, of Insert Name yeah. FC's time at Unhinged Sports. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm well, okay. Well, he'll correct me if I'm not saying you're right, but I, I think it's Minoue. That's right, Minoue. 
you don't even pronounce the L. Whatever L you're pronouncing is, I don't know. Look, 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 Americans don't pronounce. <sighs> they don't pronounce. <sighs> okay. <laughs> if you're hearing this, bro, uh, if he I is, butchered no. it up, oh, he is. He, if you butchered <laughs> it up, I'm sorry. All right. And if you can't, I'm, I'm hearing this from, from Hector. So that's why I'm trying to correct him or to make it sound French. You want me to, you want me to show you Jim's name so you don't know yeah. you're not assuming? Yeah. God dang, we're going to really do this. We're going <laughs> to find out the proper pronunciation of Jim's name. Yes. And it's funny, Zach told, said the proper pronunciation, and I already forgot that. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, that's Zach, just, that's Zach just was goes, hosting on yeah. at night, so. It just goes to show the, um, Hector's not really good at pronouncing to begin with, so. Oh, really? Yeah. Is this where we're going? Because last time I checked, I've been knocking out these names out of the park. Last time I I recalled in this show. Munching black bread. Yeah. Munching black bread. Good flex, Edward. Yeah. Good flex. Like that one? Good flex, Edward. Oh, damn. Look, look, even Robo thinks you're stupid. No, he's just snoring. I stand by my comment. <laughs> I stand by my comment. Skip it about and die. Man, when's the last time if Jim sent me an email? to bring you a special report. James Menue. Menue? Yeah. I mean, if you want to pronounce the R, Menue. Oh, shit. Yeah, so, th- yeah, so this whole time I thought it was actually. Well, I yeah. never wanted to pronounce it, so I just, like, yeah. It's I, can't believe, like, I can't uh, believe it's not going to touch with a 10 foot Yeah, I was about to say, I was like, I can't believe you pronounced oh, it like that, though. Oh, man. No, like, Jim Menor. Oh, God. <laughs> but, anyways, okay. Let's go on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> All right, so we got a show for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, Jim. <laughs> he apologizes. I'm sorry, Jim. There you go. We're probably gonna go over. <laughs> oh god, he's over there. You know, we're probably gonna go. Over. All right, all right. So, so obviously, guys, we got headlines. We have game recaps. We're gonna announce our players of the week. We're not going to preview any games for this coming weekend because we have something bigger to preview. Actually, as a matter of fact, two things to preview, and that is the quarterfinals of the Europa League and the Champions League. So, I mean. That's a big one. It's a pretty big deal, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure you guys won't be mad that we don't give you guys a, our, our preview of a match. We'll, we'll, we'll throw a game out there. Ever will randomly find a match to say, hey, this game might look good, and we'll call it a day. But <laughs> Or maybe not. We might forget. We might, <laughs> might forget as we go on with the show. But anyways, so like I said, we got a pretty good show. Now, oh, of course, we got to wrap things up with three up, three down. Um, apparently, we have put Zach on with Pupusas now. Yeah. So he's gonna I don't know if there's a Salvadorians in Indianapolis. Uh, uh, Salvadorians in Indiana. Uh, I know Salvadorians. Really? I know in Salvadorians in Chicago. DC apparently there's a lot of Salvadorians there. Um, yeah, I heard. Yeah, DC. My uncle was the was there. there. Oh DC United Stadium has a Pupus idea. No way. Yeah, so um, dream. We gotta we're, apparently we gotta go to a DC United soccer game is what I'm saying. It, so we can and we gotta take Spencer. We gotta take Spencer. Yeah, we have to take him. We gotta get Spencer. I'm sure Spencer's gonna rock with Atlanta United because I mean, I feel like I feel like Spencer basically adopted himself to Atlanta. I mean, he's from Alabama, but I mean, like, I feel like Atlanta's like a second home to him. But anyways, so before we get going with the show, I know we're gonna take a break. You guys are gonna hear this amazing, beautiful ad of ours, and we'll go into it. So, yeah, so I'm going to finish this beer 
<laughs> you guys can go ahead and check out that ad. Hector, what was your New Year's resolution? Same one as every year. Read more. Why every year? Well, with school and work, it's simply hard to find time to read. What if instead of reading, you listen to someone read your books for you on Audible? Audible? Audible has a large library of audiobooks that you can listen to at your convenience. I like listening to my audiobooks on my way to work. What if I don't like Audible? You can start a 30-day free trial when you go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash insert name FC podcast. You'll be supporting the insert name FC podcast along with finally getting that New Year's resolution done. Thanks. Now I'm going to start a 30-day free trial. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. He tried to chug that beer, I, I guess. I was going to kill that beer. <laughs> yeah. Oof. All right. Don't worry, guys. I'm not drunk. No, he's not. He's not. Takes a lot more to get him drunk. And he's, he's right. I mean, the Marine Corps came for something, right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. So. All right. Let's go with these headlines, man. All right, Edward. For those that don't know, soccer etiquette, if you will, or football etiquette, or football. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's etiquette in Spanish. Uh, I think, um, I was about to say etiquette. That's a freaking sticker. <laughs> oh, man. Um, it's like, um, how do you say, I can't, I, I can't exactly, it's on the tip of my tongue, honestly, it is. But it's not, it doesn't even start with the E. That's the, that's the thing. Uh, I'm, I'm actually Googling it. What's uh, manners in Spanish? No. Okay, that's not the point. (laughs) Anyways, it's a a custom when a team... Oh, wow. It is etiqueta. What? Oh, wow. Las leyes de la vida, basically. That's what it is. Las leyes de la vida. Football. Anyways. All right. So, basically, what I'm saying is that usually when a team has solidified, and I mean solidified meaning that, like, not, like, you know, three days left into the three games left into the season. Like you clinched the championship way before the season, like maybe like a month before the season's over or a month and a half. Most teams usually when you're on the road do what's called a, a guard of honor or an honor guard, whatever the fuck you want to call it. <laughs> but essentially what it is, is when, when the, when the team that has are, are the champions, they still haven't left in the cup yet because obviously the season's not over yet, so they're not going to do the cup ceremony yet. Um, they, and plus, why would they lift the cup at another team stadium is probably the other question, too. Yeah. But, um, so the team, the, the home team will have two lines, obviously, and then the team will walk in the middle, and, you know, kind of showing their respect, their, you know, their kudos or props or or whatever, to the team that is obviously the champions of the league. Sort right. of a way of paying respect and just, you know, hey, you guys did it. Right. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, a lot of teams do it. A lot of leagues do it. Even rivals have done it. You can even look back at the English Premier League. La Liga has done it. Right. Obviously, once again, this is only done when the team has as are clearly the champions when there's still a lot left in the season. It's not necessarily like, oh, we clinched the championship, you know, on the final day. Like, you know, <laughs> that's not one of those. But um, so, 
but just giving you that's what it is about the the guard of honor honor guard or however you want to call it but essentially that's just what a custom is now this past weekend Celtic and Rangers played and if you guys don't know if you guys aren't necessarily as uh, soccer or football savvy as me and Edward are, you wouldn't know that this is actually one of the biggest rivalries in soccer, specifically in the Scottish Premier League, but it's it's a pretty big rivalry. It's a very historic rivalry. Um, these are the two top teams in Scotland. Um, well, I mean, maybe Rangers kind of fell off at one point, but they're back, and they're the champions of the Scottish Premier League with so much left to, to be played. Um, and so they're going, to, they're going in to, Kel- to go play Celtic. And Celtic have decided that they do not plan on doing the Guard of Honor's rival. In fact, they refuse to do it to their rivals. Um, it was something that wasn't... Uh, it, John Kennedy, um, who is the... Well, yeah, confirms that it will not happen, who is the manager of uh, Celtic. Just wanted to put it out there. Um, that this was not his decision. It was a team decision. This is what they wanted. Last thing they wanted. I guess they want to keep with the rapper, you know, like they want to keep it alive. And so obviously, no, we're not. Fuck no, we're not going to show them respect, um, even though they destroyed us this year. <laughs> but, but yeah, they didn't want to do it. Um, so that's, that, that word. Obviously, like I said, this is obviously a custom something that we see it, it, at least in the European leagues. I wouldn't. I wouldn't really tell you if I can really. Well, because I guess you can't really do it in the MLS league, guys. Because obviously, you have the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at the end of it all, you can't. Yeah, you have the playoffs. It's totally different here in MLS and uh, Liga Mekis. So I guess it's a little different. But uh, I guess my question for you is: Where do you stand on it? Do you do you agree with Celtic, or or do you think they they should have just uh, sucked it up and and I mean, they didn't necessarily contest very well. Yeah. So I mean, Rangers were the clear winners. There was no contest. There was no. The only way this would, if, if Celtic could have get back, could have got back on it, is if somehow the Rangers just fell off and just started losing match after match after match. Right, after match. right. So, kind of going back into it. So, do you do you agree with what Celtic decided to do? I actually don't. I'm one of those uh, fair play kind of guys. I guess um, I w- I would show it out of respect, you know, just to do it for that one time out of respect. It's fine. It's not like. You know, I understand that there's a rivalry, like a big time rivalry, right there between the Celtic and Guardian or Rangers and Celtic. I'm tripping here and Guardian because you got me with the guard. Um, but I honestly think um, that they should do it just as a show of respect. Like, hey, we are rivals, but we do respect you. This is kind of like saying, hey, we're rivals, so we just fuck you guys, kind of shit. Like, kind of like a big fuck you, and we're not gonna do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe maybe it's understandable too because I mean I'm pretty sure the fans are going to go want to go, you know, if, to the game and are, see that. If, you know, if there okay, are, you know, yeah, you know, but even the ones that log onto the TV, they're not going to want to see that, you know. So it's kind of like a as I want to say as long as even the winning team keeps it classy. Oh no, there was some class. I mean, so for for also people that don't know, obviously uh, there is a player from the Rangers that has. Has faced some um, some racial abuse from social media because you know that's still going. Um, the captain of Celtic actually during warm up um, went across to where the Rangers were training and um, obviously showed some I guess 
you know, we're there with you kind of moment. Not necessarily one of those, like, it, it was one of those, like, you just went up there, talked to him, and said, hey, I'm with you, you know, what they did was wrong kind of thing. It was, so, I mean, there was some class, there was still some class, even though it's a rivalry. Um, they didn't do the guard of honor, but they still showed some, uh, at least some sort of respect to their opponent, because, I mean, they're still the champions. Um, but, yeah. So, there was still some class. They still played their match. It wasn't like they fought or anything, but, you know, they were just playing the rival. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that's understandable. Um, but, yeah, it's, um, no, don't look at me. That's to say, that looks so good. That was it. <laughs> um, uh, just to give you guys a reference, this is the first time we actually have a TV on while recording. And the reason why is I'm currently, we're currently watching the USC Kansas, uh, March Madness game. Um, I'm just yeah, going to put that, yeah. I, I do like USC. Well, there's a commercial that came on from Subway, you know, and I saw the Philly cheesesteak looking thing, and oh, it looks so good. But so we're gonna try if, if this if this turns out to be us being just distracted from the TV. We clearly we're we're apparently children still. Um, but, um, if if that becomes a problem, obviously we won't be doing that for a future episode. Yeah. future episode. But but I just wanted to see what, how USC was gonna do against Kansas, and right now they're looking pretty good. Who knows how it changes throughout this episode? But but yes, there there's that. So. Well, what you, okay, so I already gave my point of view on this whole um, guard thing. Um, what is your point of view on it? I mean, like, if it was one of those where I just, I, I feel like you have to do it. I mean, what Rangers did this year is just, it was just amazing. I mean, like I said, they still have so much left in the season. And, and, uh, and they're the champions. Like, I mean, they're not going to lift the cup now. Obviously, a little bit towards it. Well, at the end of the season, they'll do it. But I mean, it's still monumental. It's a monumental feat. It's, I mean, unfortunately, just the fact that like Celtic just couldn't keep up with them, and and you know that's 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 their own issue. But I get it, it's a rival. But I mean, at the same time, you know, they did this, and I feel like you should you should give them that at least that respect. Yeah. Um, so I feel like they should have done the guard of honor or honor guard. Like, so we both we both agree. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Okay. I agree with you. I, I just, it, it, it's not necessarily me saying it's classless. I just think it's just, it's tradition. You know, just, just, just stick with the traditions. I know it sucks that you have to do this for your rival team. I'm pretty sure Barcelona and Real Madrid would do it for each other. I think they have done it for each other. I mean, I'm sure. I'm it's been a sure, long time since I'm it sure been. Chelsea has done it for Manchester United. Or Liverpool has done it for Manchester United. Or Liverpool has done it for Man City. It, the list, well, to make maybe Man City's. Oh, the thing is, I don't think Man City has ever had that big of a. They did. They, they did. Okay. I think it was like when Pep so, was manager at the beginning. I think it was. So, kind of putting that back to that, everyone does it. I mean, it, and, and let's face it, Scottish Premier League, the only big, well-known rivalry. I'm not gonna say that it's not the, the the only rivalry, but the only big known rivalry is, of course, Rangers and Celtic. Um, but I'm I, I'm not gonna say that it was wrong. I mean, they still. You know, you still gotta play your game and all that, but just just do it. I don't, and it sounds kind of terrible that I'm saying just do it, but I mean, like, just give them the respect that they clearly earned because they're the champions. Right. I agree. That's my thing. All right, Edward. So the next headline is uh, Joe Hart. <laughs> um, yeah. Yikes. So uh, for those who don't know, Joe Hart is the backup goalkeeper, which is crazy. Well, not because not that crazy to think. But Joe Hart is the backup goalkeeper for Tottenham Hotspur, and it's not crazy because obviously Ugo Joris is still, still he's still there. He's still, you know, he's still shining. But it's crazy to think that Joe Hart, 
once the starting goalkeeper for Manchester City, um, and then, I mean, Ederson became a thing over there, um, and then went to Italy, I believe. Didn't have that, I guess, didn't have that good of a stint because then he, he kind of became a journeyman. Yeah. Um, after leaving Manchester City, and now he's a backup goalkeeper at Tottenham. Um, it's crazy because this is also a guy that had so much rumors about going to the MLS. Yep. Um, and then goes to become a instead of being a, decides to that he would rather be a backup goalkeeper than be a starting goalkeeper. But uh, anyways, that's a whole other story for another day. Anyways, Joe Hart um dropped an Instagram post immediately after the loss to in in the Europa League. Um, a post that he put with the caption "Job." Done. Mm. Once again, Tottenham lost three to nothing, mm-hmm. eliminating them from the next round of the Europa League. Um, and he posts, "Job done." Yep. <laughs> so it did. Um, it did cause. Uh, it did ruffle a few feathers. I mean, I would imagine. Yeah, I'm sure, dude. <laughs> because I'm sure a bunch of Tottenham fans are like, "The fuck you mean?" <laughs> uh, which I was not planning on trying to say that with a British. Tone, but I guess that's what that's what my body wanted to do. Uh, but anyways, so um, obviously not a good look. And apparently, Joe Hart has a as a social media team. Oh, okay. So, so from from what I gathered, instead of it being oh Joe Hart posted this, turns out that his social media team saw the scoreline and assumed. Oh, Tottenham won three to nothing. They're on to the next round. Job done. Yeah, and it was it, it was deleted immediately. Um, Joe Hart issued an apology, um, and um, yeah. So if you're if you're that person that, that posted, I'm pretty sure you you got fired. Yeah, or at yeah. least if you did not, you probably should be fired because you got scolded at hard. That's for damn sure. That was so bad. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, not only did you make this guy look bad, but it was just. I mean, one asshole move to assume that you saw a 3 nothing scoreline. I mean, okay, yes, it's Dinamo Zagreb. I get it. But come on. Not like that. Not, not like, like that. that. Show some class, man. Um, not, not our, like, how and long, I'm, not, how I'm not saying that job, obviously job done isn't like a classless pose. I mean, like, job done. We moved on to the next round. I'm sure that's what the context wait, yeah, was. Yeah, wait, wait for the game to be over. No, no, the game was over. <laughs> the game was over. It's uh, just they didn't see... What, who scored? Who had the 3 nothing lead? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's bad. So, uh, either this guy needs to be... This person needs to... I'm not going to say this guy. This person needs to be fired because uh, apparently they need glasses. <laughs> so, yeah. Because so, apparently they can't tell the difference between Tottenham or Dinamo Zagreb. Um, so, uh, what do you think about that, Eric? Well, honestly, let's say it was somebody that was dealing with my... Uh, social media and stuff, and they they all of a sudden did something like that. Like, let's say we're winning. Fuck, when I play indoor, you know, it's like let's say we're winning seven to f- seven to three, seven to two, whatever. Come last minute, you know, like I'll be posting stuff on Snapchat or something, or and then I'm like, yeah, easy game, whatever. Next thing you know, we get overdone by eight eight to seven at the last possible second, which has happened before, and it's like. Jesus Christ, what kind of team are you in? What do you mean? <laughs> it's indoor. It's indoor. It's possible to score all those goals. But anyways, it's just... Um, I don't know, man. It sounds like terrible defense. on No, bro. Trust me. It shit happens. 
But um, that's a response of someone that has terrible defense. I, you know, I fucking suck at defense, anyways. I'm more of a winger. He is right on that. Yeah. But yeah. So, anyways, it's more of um. So it's kind of like if I had somebody, you know, posting this shit up on Snapchat or Instagram story or whatever, I would try to take that shit down in a quickness if I would know that that was out there, you know, and then I would have to be like, damn, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to post that. You know, it makes you look like a fool. It makes you look like, oh, uh, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. And it's like, you kind of feel bad, especially because of, first of all, like somebody like me, I didn't know he had a team. I thought that was him. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that was him, you know, job done. Like he's posting it himself. So think about it that way. How many people look at it that way too? Like, oh damn, this dude here's a freaking cocky little motherfucker. Or did he not see what the fuck's going on? People are going to be contemplated. Damn, this dude really does must not like Tottenham or something. If he's saying job done, and he's like, you know, <laughs> why do you worry? Yeah, penny. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So it, it's kind of it puts a lot of different sort of things on the plate, and then for him to apologize, of course, it's a class move, but. It's already out there. Somebody's now. The damage is done. The damage is done. Somebody are somebody's gonna get fired. If not, somebody got real scolded. Their pages got decreased big time. They're they're on their ass right now. They are, yeah. They're they're paying for it right now as we speak. More than likely, mm-hmm. for all we know, they already let got let go. Shit, yeah. we don't know. At least I would imagine. Yeah, at least I would imagine. Yeah. So so uh, sticking with Dinamo Zagreb, uh, which is crazy to think that this is. This is the top. We're going to talk about a team from Croatia. Uh, you. Their manager. So they actually went into this game against Tottenham with a new manager. And the reason why was because a few days before their game, their game, their actual manager was arrested. Say what? That is correct. The manager of Dinamo Zagreb, probably should have got his name. That's my 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 fault. My, my bad on that one. <laughs> your um, fault. You're bad. My so bad. Your fault. My fault. My bad. Uh, but Dino Zagreb's manager was sentenced to prison, uh, four years specifically for corruption. Right. Um. So, yikes. Um. So actually, as a matter of fact, he resigned three days before the Europa League match versus Tottenham. Um. And then they appointed um Damir uh Krisnar as the manager for Zagreb now and actually was, you know, was the guy that, I guess you could say, led uh, Dinamo Zagreb to the 3-0 win versus Sonnet. Now, to give you guys some some sort of, of context, Dinamo Zagreb went into this game on aggregate being down 2 to nothing, Right. And they came into this game, beat Tottenham 3 to nothing, which obviously they advanced because on aggregate is 3-2. But anyway, if you guys could have figured that math out, um, but yeah, that's just crazy to me that like this team literally three days before this big game where they should be preparing for the, the, the for a, for well, they were planning on hoping to get the biggest upset that they could against one of the, what, what we thought was going to be the heavy favorite to win the Europa League. Mm-hmm. Um, they went, they were without a manager three, like they had to go in with a new manager and, and play against a, not a really easy opponent with Harry Kane, you know, Hungman's son, Yugo Yuri's goalkeeper. Los Celso. That's not the yeah. point ever. The point is, I'm just, I'm not trying to list like a, the whole roster. <laughs> and then managed by Jose Mourinho. Okay, maybe not necessarily the same Jose Mourinho back in 2009 when he won the Champions League. Uh, but still, nonetheless, this was a very clear 
unlikely scenario. Right. The, everything was stacked against you. And you go in there and you win three to nothing and you advance yourself. Just a, imagine the chip on your shoulders right now to have that accomplished. And like I said, once again, you went in with a new manager literally three days before this game. You lost your manager because you was going to jail for four years of corruption. Yep. And it's just like, this is like, if you want an excuse as to why you, you're not looking good, this was the excuse to have, but they didn't make, like, that just goes to show you guys, you have zero fucking excuse. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's really bad at that point. And I remember we said it. We we both said it. We, we think Tottenham was going to win. That's what I thought. So for that to happen, just kind of wow. Like anything is possible in this game. This beautiful game, you know. Especially Champions League. Champions League. You just it's on Like I mean, this is Europa League. But yeah. Oh, <laughs> Europa League. Sorry, I'm here thinking Champions League. But yeah, like in in this in this league, dude. Like it's just it's crazy. Like I personally, I'm just like. Damn, like it's. I, I'm still in shock, honestly. Like I don't know how they could have choked that bad. Mm-hmm. Like just it just kind of puts things into like. Uh, it, it really makes you wonder. Like, damn, is is Tottenham going in the right path? They just got eliminated like that. He, I was thinking they were going to go to the final. Mm-hmm. That's what my thought was. But shit, they proved me wrong. I mean, fuck. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so just. Uh, Honestly, just a, an amazing story for this club. Uh, okay, maybe not that not an amazing story, but just a crazy story to, for them to happen. Like an underdog story, a great, basically. Yeah, I guess a great underdog story. You just lost your manager who got arrested. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> just like, and it's just, I'm, I'm just impressed. Like, I'm really impressed by the Zeno Zagreb team. I mean, like I said, they, they had every right to have an excuse going into the game, especially three days. That's three days with a new manager. You don't know what tactics he's going to... Maybe he just went in and was like, hey, look, I mean, I'm not going to try to fuck anything up. I'm not going to try to change... I'm not, I'm not going to try to reinvent the wheel with you guys. You've been doing this for this long. Yeah. You know, but maybe we should think about doing this against Tottenham. Like, you know, so maybe... Like I said, they had, they had all the excuses to have to lose this game, and they didn't They didn't take those excuses. They went in and, and, and wrote their own uh, all, they decided to rewrite their own story and, and they came up on top and beat a very strong heavy favorite. Um, and uh, I think a lot of people are going to be like, we can't under- <laughs> whoever's got them next, probably like, we can't underestimate this team. Yeah, really, you can't. And that's um, going to be... Well, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, Alright, everybody. So, debate time. I, I like these debates, man. I, I, I think we should definitely keep doing this. I think this is going to be an ongoing thing. Okay. Once again, guys, if you guys want to send us a debate topic, it has to, it, you know, we'll, we'll definitely look at it. If we like it, we'll definitely do it. Um, but yeah, you can send it to us either on Instagram or Twitter. You can add us or you can send us a message on, on Instagram um, at InsertNameFC. That's both on Instagram and Twitter at InsertNameFC um, to send us a, a debate topic. And um, this is actually not one that was given to me. I was actually like, when I was trying to figure out the headlines for this for this episode, I saw this. I was actually going to make this a headline, but then I was like, you know what? I feel like this is going to be an even better debate topic. Mm-hmm. So there is some 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 rufflings going around that there is a possibility that Liga MX and the MLS 
will be doing a merger. Which means that they will be combining Liga MX and the MLS. I mean, the MLS already has some teams from Canada. So I guess maybe make this a North American league. Um, I guess you can say. Okay. Um, but yeah, so apparently that's in, that, that's a possibility. They're, they're, they're tinkering with the idea to merge this league. And so the, the big topic is, should Liga MX and the MLS merge? Hmm. Um... I think yes. Personally, that was me. Like that, that would actually seem like a pretty damn good deal. Like it was, uh, you got the Mexican teams, and then you got the MLS teams. Which I'll be honest, like it would, it would probably push the MLS teams um, to push themselves just a little bit more. When you got somebody as competitive as Liga MX, you got them big teams, you know. Shit, especially um, with you got Tigres or you got America, you know. Those are the, those are the teams to watch out for when you're playing against them. So, it, it, yeah, I guess you could say it gives that MLS just it may give them that nudge to okay, we gotta get better. You know, we gotta but, we gotta. But, prove with it. that being said, would there be a salary cap? Um, I don't that, think so. I feel like that changes that changes that how, change how a lot. the MX teams will have to do their business. Yeah. Uh, the the, the uh, honestly, I feel like there shouldn't be a salary cap. But that's all on, on how they want to do things. Like that. That's just me. There should not be a salary cap. No, no, I'm, not, I'm definitely team no salary cap. I'm, yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna take take that in any way. But uh, so like, uh, so you're the way you're looking at it is that it'll it'll motivate the MLS teams to step their game up because you know Liga MX is just at at a different level right now. I yeah. mean, there is some teams that are in the MLS that I do feel pretty confident could compete. With a Liga MX side, um, I mean LAFC, Atlanta United, especially the Atlanta United now, not yeah when, when they had uh, uh the their previous manager before you know the guy that replaced uh, Tata Martino. Oh yeah, I can't remember his name, but that just shows you how how <laughs> how little how little I cared for that. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, so Atlanta United, um, I I I feel that Seattle, Portland could maybe definitely be competitive with some of those teams as well. There, I mean, there, there's definitely some MLS teams that I think that have, that you can say, okay, they can compete with them. And then there's those teams where you're like, I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's unfortunately the Dynamo, the Dynamo is yeah, that team. The Dynamo is uh, one of those teams. The Dynamo's, okay, let me tell you this. I think the Dynamo team is on the level where they're Against the teams that just got promoted from the second division, that's, right. that's crazy. I mean, the, the Dynamo did finish last. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I think they're right there. Actually, I don't know if they finished. I'm not sure if they finished last, but I know they're projected to finish last this year. Honestly, if if you wanted to uh, make a bet, Dynamo, if somehow the Dynamo just figure things out, uh, that's a pretty big pay because I think they last time I checked, I think they're like plus twenty five hundred. So, yeah, that could be a big payday for somebody. <laughs> Will I make that bet? No. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, but kind of going back to this, man. So I'm going to say no. I don't think the MLS and the M- League MX should merge because I think, um, one, if, if the emphasis is to improve the CONCACAF Champions League, you, you need League MX and MLS to be able to to hold their own. And, and the reason why I say that is so so there is more competition in, in the CONCACAF Champions League because, I mean, let's face it, if they were both to merge, how many qualifying spots 
would there be in the, for them for the Concacaf Champions League? Does that does it only leave them four spots for that yeah. that's that Super North American League, whatever the fuck they choose to call it? Um, and then does that open up? Well, I guess it would that open opportunities for the other leagues um, to add more players, more no, not more players, but add more teams into that tournament. Right. Um, but what you know, obviously, it's not going to be a good look for the MLS when you have those four spots taken by a Liga MX. Yeah, that's true. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like, it's going to make them. It's going to push them to but actually. That's what, I mean, I want to see them compete in the Concacaf Champions League because it's like a you know, it's either win or go home. And that's really what it is. I mean, obviously, the, you know, it's a two leg thing, but still, it's win or go home. And I like that. I want the I like the thing is like the league's not going to get any better. When you're gonna, it's gonna because you're gonna lose interest to me. I think the 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 teams that are gonna be fans of MLS teams, they're not gonna like the idea of constantly having. Oh God, we gotta play against America again. Oh man, we gotta play against. We gotta play against Brazil. Oh, we gotta get, play against against Puma. We gotta play against Leon. Mm-hmm. Like we gotta play them again. Like fuck, man. Like you're gonna lose interest in the in the MLS teams. MLS needs to improve. There's no yeah. There's no way, question about there's it. There's no question about that. But I think bringing in the league MX sides is just gonna make things worse. Because yeah. the thing is, obviously, MLS, U.S. Soccer Federation as a whole, they obviously, their youth academy systems have certain limitations that Liga MX doesn't have that issue because, you know, Mexico doesn't have pay-to-play for their uh, youth academies. Yeah. Um, I, I, and I'll even throw this out. Uh, no offense to Toronto FC and, and Vancouver Whitecaps and, and Club de Foot Montreal. There's nothing wrong with them. I love those teams, and I love that they're part of the MLS. Right. But there is one day for me that I want to see them go and play in the Canadian Premier League or wherever they if they call themselves, because they need to improve their league as well. Yeah. The Canadian leagues need to get it better, and obviously it's not a good look when the teams that are representing you for the CONCACAF Champions League are the MLS teams. So, I mean, it doesn't look good for your league. So I feel like the Canadian, I believe it's called the Canadian Premier League. I cannot be confident on that, but if they can get those guys to go over there, and, and this isn't me like, oh, keep the MLS American. Right, right. Just, but I'm just saying, like, just for the sake of, of Canadian leagues, I feel like one day those three teams have to maybe make a decision. And, and But for me, I want to see MLS improve, but I think Liga Max with them is just not going to help. I do I do like the uh, the idea of the League Cup. Yeah. Where they have, where, like, the League kind of uh, kind of going back to the back of the day, but there used to be La Superliga. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A fun tournament. I loved it. I thought it was so much fun. Um, basically, that's what the League Cup is. It's, it's, basically, it's a Superliga. Um, I like that. Keep that. But I want it to be where it is not... I, I like the idea of having it like as an off-season tournament. Right. I hate the idea of having it like... Because obviously, the Liga... It, it's one of those weird things for me. But I do think that that tournament needs to be an off-season tournament, and I hope that that could push to have the MLS restructure their season to kind of be similar to Liga MX, and so that way they both have, you know, they're both on the same page, especially for Concacaf Champions League. Because obviously, during the Concacaf Champions League, when this when the Concacaf Champions League is going to start, most of the MLS teams are not even not even in training camp yet. They're not, their season's not starting. Whereas in League IMAX and the rest of the leagues that are competing in, in the Concacaf Champions League, they're already got their seasons going. Yeah. And then the MLS, they're still warming up, getting ready for the season. They haven't, they maybe played a friendly or two. So they're not in like full on, like, oh, we're playing mode. 
So that's why I feel like there's a lot of slow starts for a lot of these MLS teams when they go into the Concacaf Champions League. Yeah. So for me, I like. I don't. I think the league should be. I still think that the league should be on their own. Um, I think just because Liga MX is just so well established, I just I don't want to hurt that league. Um, I know it sounds so terrible for me saying this for them as me trying to defend the MLS, but <laughs> the MLS needs to improve. I do want to see some sort of integration with them, but not. With a league, I think like a, a, a preseason tournament would be perfect. Um, keep the league cup, you know, something where it's like, oh, we'll do this little competition. Or maybe, um, I know that they were planning on doing uh, a champions tournament, which was the champion of League MX versus the MLS champion. Um, that would be fun to watch. But I think keep these leagues separated just because I think that the MLS needs to get better. And the and League MX is that motivation that like, hey, the day we can snatch a trophy from, from this league is going to be so uh, great. But when you come in and let them be part of your league, and you're, it's just going to be overpowered by... And I mean, like, think about it right now. We haven't... Oh, well, except for Columbus Crew has recently, but one, we haven't seen the original MLS teams lift the, uh, an MLS Cup as recently. Yep. I mean, like I said, Columbus Crew kind of broke that because you know they, they, wanted, they won the whole thing. But more recently has been these newer teams that come into the MLS. They're not necessarily yeah. new teams, but I mean, Toronto FC, Seattle Sounders, Atlanta United, those are the teams that have lived through the Cubs. And it's been like the original teams kind of haven't... They haven't gone up to how yeah. they used to be. Exactly. Hmm. So I think for me, you got to keep keep the MLS, the MLS, leave Liga MX there. Um, I do, like I said, once again, bring some integration and have like some little preseason tournaments with them to get better and, and improve your quality. But I do think that the MLS needs to think of really think how they set up their season because um, if they try to do that interleague tournament with them, um, they're going to be fatigued. They're going to be trying to think of their season, whereas Liga Max is just like, all right, let's do this tournament. And they probably still win it. <laughs> yeah, right. That, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, I can see your point. Um, I was thinking about mine, but and then you're against it. So, all right, all right. Well, we got our debates there. All right, so there's going to be a post on Instagram and, and Twitter with with uh, with the question for the debate topic. Go ahead and feel free to drop your two cents into it. Do you where do you decide? Do you think the, the Liga MX and MLS should merge together, or do you think they should stay separate? Um, go ahead and tell us. Uh, and obviously, also if you guys have an idea for a debate topic, just send us a message at, at on Instagram at InsertNameFC, or you can just add us on. On Twitter at Instagram FC as well. Just give it a uh, give it a debate topic, and we're more than we'll look at it. And if we like it, we'll definitely use it for a future episode. Yep, exactly. All right, everyone, we're gonna go ahead and take a break, and then we'll go ahead and go into some game recaps. All right, sounds good. <sighs> My cable bills through the roof again. Why don't you switch to Fubo TV? What is Fubo TV? Fubo TV is a streaming service that provides over 100 channels and without the hassle of a cable contract, so you can cancel at any time. Mm, that sounds too good to be true. Well, you can go to the bio of our Instagram or Twitter at InternameFC, click on the link tree, and go to our Fubo TV link. You can get start a seven day free trial. Not only will you be freeing yourself from cable, but you will also be supporting the Intername FC podcast and the Unhinged Sports Network. I'm going to start my seven day free trial right now. All right, <laughs> and we are back. Edward, it's time for game recaps. All right, all right, all right. All right, so my game recap is going to be 
Barcelona versus Real Sociedad, which Barcelona came out on top on that one, six to one. So I mean, it sounds sounds like they they came out on top. <laughs> yeah, more than we just come out on top. They freaking jumped over. Um, so Barcelona had sixty nine percent of the possession, which you know, Barcelona playing style, nothing to back up possession. You know, kind of. I guess you could say that kind of goes back to the good old days. You know, to that kind of play style. Um, Barcelona outshot Real Sociedad fourteen ten, so it wasn't that bad. It wasn't too much of a of a. I guess you could say uh, out shooting them by a lot, but it's maybe four shots, and uh, it marks Messi's seven hundred sixty eighth appearance for Barcelona, which surpasses Xavi, which he had seven hundred sixty seven. So that's that's pretty badass. His own little milestone there. So yeah, yeah, he's cool. officially the longest tenured Barcelona player. Yeah, man. He also Messi also broke the record for the most goals in the European League, four hundred and sixty-seven. Damn, that's a hell of a lot of goals. Messi's a special player. I mean, there's there's no there's no way looking around it. But, uh, what's funny is a uh, Someone uh, actually at work. Someone asked me like, because you know uh, some of my coworkers found out I have a podcast now, yeah. um, and you know a soccer podcast, be specific. And so they looked at me. and was like, "Oh, so are you a a messy guy or a Ronaldo?" Because it's, it's <laughs> the only thing people know about soccer. Um, I, I I I always tell them, "Look, man, I love them both. And, you know, everyone knows this. Like as." The only, th- the only reason why I would say I don't like Messi is because he just so happens to play for Barcelona. But aside from that, man, Messi's just naturally gifted. He had it from the beginning. There was just, I mean, there's a reason why Barcelona was more than willing to pay for this man's heart operation. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just a kid. Like, I mean, this is how invested this club has been for, for one Lionel Messi. Um, and he's definitely repaid it back. I'm sure yeah. <laughs> at this point, um, but he's 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 naturally gifted. I think another reason why I would probably I, maybe if I were to say Messi is probably because of also Messi's height. I think a lot of people give Messi a lot of crap for his size. Someone that's you know it's, I'm five six, so I'm like an inch shorter than Messi. But you know it's you know he shows you that it it doesn't it's not the size of the dog that matters. It's the size of the fight in the dog. Mm-hmm. That's what really matters. And Messi has just has been. Just a phenomenal player. Nothing against Ronaldo. Ronaldo is proof. It, it, to me, Ronaldo is proof of what hard work can get you. And I think that's the two spectrums when you get the Messi-Ronaldo debate. Yep. Is you got the one that's the prime example of hard work and the one that's you have this this special gift and this special talent and he took full advantage of it. This isn't me saying that Messi doesn't work hard. That's not the case. I'm just saying like when you have that natural talent, and this is something that many... Athletes probably should hear. If you're naturally talented and you do nothing with it, you're just not gonna, you're not going to have a career. But if you have that work ethic, and Messi does have a work ethic, but he already had that talent with him, he became an even better athlete. Clearly, clearly a better athlete because I mean he's one of the most expensive yeah, cause, athlete, uh, uh, soccer players in the world. Because um, before he started working out and all that stuff and everything. He uh he just relied on a lot on his talent, and he was eating like junk food or whatever. He wasn't really taking care of himself, so you never saw that he had like a six pack or nothing. He was really like not into the in the best shape. He just looks really small. But then 
He started working out, started taking care of himself. I guess he's like, you know what? Let me go ahead and I mean, focus he's on my still health. Not even at Ronaldo's, like, you know, physique. Yeah, he's, he's not, still a regular guy. It's not. I, I'm sure, like, he's still that guy that, like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna go eat a pizza every once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but even then, like, wow, like the dude is still pretty. He's still pretty badass. Like he's still he's still like it just goes to show you with talent and hard work, like you said. Dude, he he start, That's when he started. I guess you could say improving his game. But like, I mean, set, and with the experience he had, seven hundred and sixty-eight so, yeah. appearances for Barcelona, four hundred, four hundred goals, four hundred and let's see, four hundred and four hundred and sixty-seven goals. That's, I mean, once again, Messi just. Anyway, let's get back to this game, though. But congrats, yeah, um, amazing feat for Messi. I think. Once again, one of the world's uh, truly one of the world's best. Um, this is gonna be him and Ronaldo is gonna be the ones that when me and me and Edward are, are sitting in rocking chairs trying to tell our grandkids about. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because I mean, I personally, personally, I'm like, you know, yeah, I, I have kids, but I don't know when I'm gonna be a grandpa yet. Not anytime soon, though. Well, hopefully not. Yeah, yeah they're freaking three years old, bro. Um, but all right. So, who, what is your game recap? Uh, you, you, you were down with that game? Uh, you, oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so, since it was six goals, six to one, it was um, goals by Griezmann, which Grizzy, you know, kind of happy about that. Um, Sergino Dest, which that was his first goal for Barcelona. First and second goal. First and second goal for Barcelona. For well, I, no, not, not for Barcelona. La Liga. La Liga. Okay, okay. La Liga. Are you sure? La Liga? Okay. Yeah, because he did score for... Um, fuck, what was it? Was it the Spanish Cup? They scored? Either Spanish Cup or Champions League. Yeah, I think so. It was one or the other. I remember that. And then Messi's 56-minute and 89-minute goal, so he scored two, and then Bele on the 71st. So that's pretty badass. Especially for... Congrats to Sergino Des. Like, you know, that's... That's badass. That's a little milestone. I'm really, I'm really happy to see that because I mean, so if you if guys want to know about MLS Twitter, there's a a guy by the name of Matt Doyle, and um, him and Alexi Lawless. I mean, look, I'm gonna say this. I I, I definitely am a, an Alexi Lawless guy. Yes, he says some things that kind of like rub me the wrong way because that's because he's Alexi Lawless. Uh, but I mean, he does have some moments where I do agree with him, but. Uh, Matt Doyle most of the time generally most of the time not a fan of him and the reason why is because I feel like he anytime he gets a chance to uh, bash the Euro based players he, he takes it and, and takes it he, he does um, he's one of the guys that he, he believes that uh, Matt Turner is actually the better goalkeeper than, than um, Zach Steffen even though, even though Zach Steffen is a, currently a backup goalkeeper in Manchester City I'd still rather have Zach Steffen in between the sticks for the U.S. men's national team. Yep. No offense to Matt Turner. He's really good. Not going to take that any, not going to say anything about, bad about him. But let's face it. If you're, if you're going to say who's my goalkeeper for the U.S. men's national team, it's Zach Steffen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can't change my mind. I'm literally the meme of the guy holding a cop mug, like, change my, like, change my mind. That's not going to happen. It's not. It's just, it's just fucking not. Zach Steffen is our guy. But uh, he, he was saying something about how Sergino Dess is like, Yo, he's he's not there. He's overhyped, like oh, you know, like because he wants to obviously hype up. I don't even know who he was trying to hype up. I mean, obviously, he can't hype up Reggie Cannon because he's currently in a team that's in the relegation zone. 
Mm-hmm. So much for being a Bella Vista FC fan. <laughs> um, I'm just going to not be uh, a fan of Bella Vista. There you or go. just a Portuguese team. Uh, ironically enough, as I'm wearing a Porto jersey. Uh, but um, mm-hmm. but the the point is, the, he usually, every because t- obviously his argument is that, well, the MLS players are playing. That's bad to But anyways, I'm just glad to see Sergino this. He, obviously, he's been kind of having a rut. People were calling him out because he got demolished by Mbappe. One, that's, that's, that's a really hard guy to defend. <laughs> so like, Dude, Piquet even had a hard time. That's why he was screaming at everybody. So, like, I feel like, it, it, like once again, what, like, kind of what uh, me and uh, Ever were talking about Unhinge F- in Unhinge FC, like, it's not necessarily that Dez got destroyed. I think the whole Barcelona The whole line, defense was just slaughtered by that one. Right, by Mbappe. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that's not, that was a team issue. That wasn't necessarily a Sergino no, Dez. It, it just so happened the fact that Mbappe just happens to be starting at the same side where where Sergino Dest was. Yeah, bro. <laughs> That's a, it's only coincidence. But, uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad. It's, it's good to see Sergino Dest performing. Obviously, you know, that's going to look good for him, especially when the more you, you know, give him some confidence, give him the bet, show people why he's the guy that Barcelona went out for. Um, once again, he was doing well for Ajax. It's not like this guy's a fluke. Uh, you know, Ajax is no joke of a club either. No. And now he's playing for Barcelona. I mean, he's, this isn't out of like, oh, everyone's trying to get, and honestly, it's not like there's like this whole like, oh, we gotta get an American now. Like it's not that. I mean, Weston McKenney and, and Sergio Des are definitely making it look good to go out and get an American player. But that's not like oh, we have to go get American players. I mean, th- yeah. it was because these guys earned their spot to be in that club. Um, but yeah, so no, congratulations for Sergio Des. Not only that, but just congratulations to Messi because I mean, for that milestone. just an amazing career, man. Just an amazing career. And yep. it's crazy to think that he, he's able to. It's like more and more. I just don't want this to be the end of Messi with Barcelona, and it's crazy to say that as a Real Madrid fan. But it it, it 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 just doesn't seem right to me for Messi to end his career somewhere else. I just don't. I don't think it. It. it, it I never really. I did because I, I really haven't really shared my opinion on it. But I want to see Messi stay with Barcelona. I want him to finish out something that we haven't seen in years. Obviously, we think of of Del Piero. Yeah. Where, Juventus legend played his whole career. Juventus, um, I think maybe he got loaned out every once in a while, but that, that's not the point. Yeah, but I wanted to see Messi do that because I think that would have been the best way to just end Messi's career. Of the club that gave him a shot, the club that <laughs> literally saved his life. Yeah, and, and he ends up you know ending his career as a Barcelona player. I, I, there's still a chance. It's not like it's it's not like outside the realm of possibility that he just decides that he's going to stay with Barcelona, especially with Laporte being the the new president of the team. But um, if he does choose to leave, I think he he definitely, I think he I think this is definitely how you want to walk out. Like just hitting a huge milestone, surpassing you know a guy like Xavi. Xavi yeah. Hernandez, an amazing player for Barcelona, um, a guy that you can probably argue. Maybe well, maybe Iniesta deserved more of the Ballon d'Or than he did, but, um, but yeah. So you know, Xavi, a great player, to be named after to be take, to uh, going over, and then to do something that like to score the most European for for your in a European league, not just not not specifically playing in Europe, just playing in a specific European league, scoring the most goals in that. That's a that's, it's just, it's just huge for Messi, and I mean clearly he's gonna keep he's, that that talent is gonna add up. Like yeah, he's gonna make good. it. Definitely, uh, far. He could far actually league. make it to the five hundred. Who knows? Yeah, it's not outside the realm of possibility. There's still plenty of games left. Oh, okay, maybe not. Maybe not enough to hit five hundred. But, 
but it's definitely it's definitely possible. Um, and so, but yeah, so I mean, not a great match. Um, we also see that. I mean, they looked great at the beginning, and I kind of we kind of both kind of saw this coming that maybe they weren't going to be able to maintain this, and yeah. I don't think they did any any big signings enough for them to maintain where they were. Um, and I mean, this is just kind of this is kind of like we, we they are who we thought they were. Yeah, kind of moment, but but no, just a, a great lead, a great win. I think a very Barcelona esque victory. So we haven't seen in a while. I mean, maybe this is this is this is a turning point for Barcelona. They're still in it for the for the La Liga race. Um, so I mean, maybe they're getting ready to make a run. Yeah, and what's, what's crazy is like Real Madrid's kind of finding their form. Barcelona's finding their form, and then you have Atletico Madrid. Not necessarily Atletico Madrid. So. I think they just came off of a win as well. Um, so I mean, this this final this final push for the La Liga is going to be very interesting to see. Yep, it is going to be pretty intense. But uh, but all right. Well, what's your game rank to recap, bro? My game to recap is apparently the Curse of Cruz Azul. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, I mean, I'm going to keep making fun of your friend, by the way, because right. apparently this is. Cruz Azul, I mean, okay, well, where was the mind calendar found? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, look, Cruz Azul ends up beating Atlas 3-2. We did preview this game last week. Um, this was two really good teams, and it just, I mean, 3-2, not bad. I mean, okay, so, um, uh, so let, let's go. go. Wait, is Atlas had the possession at 52% of possession, but that's basically 50-50. It was a very yeah, test yeah. game. Um, Atlas outshot Cruz Azul twenty two to ten. So I mean, Atlas definitely had the plenty of opportunities to definitely get go over Cruz Azul. Maybe end Cruz Azul's hot form and, so, and what we've been seeing. Um, but no, it wasn't enough. And I mean, the guy that you definitely got to say is the reason why is Jonathan Rodriguez, who scores two goals um, in the sixty seven minute and the seventy ninth minute, and just puts the game out of reach. And with this win, Cruz Azul is the first team to qualify for the playoffs nice. in Liga MX, and I believe um, they're in the twelfth, the twelfth day of the season. Yeah. So there's only like eighteen teams in Liga MX in the first division. So there's five games left. Five games left to go, and they 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 at least punched their ticket into the playoffs. I mean, seating is still a thing, so they still have to focus on that. But I mean, they're in it. That's that's all that matters right now. Yep. So I mean, Cruz is apparently cursed. Um, <laughs> we'll see what happens, man. Because um, I mean, you know, we've seen this before. We've seen teams that are so hot, they're doing really good, especially in the Big and then playoffs come and they, and they get eliminated. Yep. So I mean, especially the two le- the two leg is definitely the thing that could definitely kill a team. Yeah, it um, could kill it. It could make it or break it. Yeah, because I mean, better you play a game. Next, you know, three days pass, you got another game. So it's yeah. not like you get, it's not like you get like a lot of rest. Um, it's, and like I mean, two days of rest. Yes, that seems like a lot, but when you're playing at a high level, it it, it, it takes its toll. It, it takes yeah, it takes its toll. And then to make it a deep run into the playoffs, that's even that's even more impressive. So yeah. so yeah, so I mean, Cruz Azul. I mean, at least they know they're in. They're in it. So. That's that's at least they can, but obviously, like I said, they gotta make sure that they finish in a good position so they have a, at least a favorable matchup. Right, exactly. 
Holy shit, Nilsius. All right. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling good. All right, so... So is that the game recap for you? Yeah, that's the game recap. All right, my players of the week, as there's 18 seconds left on the clock. <laughs> all right, so I'll give you my player of the week. So my player of the week is Robert Lewandowski, who scored a hat-trick in the Bayern Munich's 4-0 win against Stuttgart. So that's that's pretty badass. Like, you know, it's Lewandowski. I mean, it's hands down. It's kind of funny how you called it on Twitter. Like, oh, well, here's Edwards player of the week. You know, it's that called it on Twitter or did I just tell you on like in a text message? No, like I think I think you called it on Twitter beforehand. So oh, okay. But you got it though. Yeah, so yeah, it's just um No, I mean Robert Lewandowski, I mean having another amazing performance. I yeah. mean Okay, it, it, look, I'm going to just say this. The man, at this point, is probably going to win the ball. Well, I mean, depending on how Bayern Munich finishes their season out. I mean, obviously, they still got to see what they do with Champions League. I, I mm-hmm. feel like, I mean, they're not as, they still haven't clinched uh, the Bundesliga yet. Right. Um, they Are they in the final for the for the uh, German part in the, the post-call? Um, I believe so. Well, anyway, so, I mean, at this rate, I think Bayern Munich is definitely aiming for another triple. But, I mean, obviously, depending on how Bayern's season goes, one, he, he, already, got, he already got screwed over because he should have been the Ballon d'Or winner for 2020. Um, I think it is, I, I, I hate saying this like as if this is a pity pick, but, I mean, the way the man's looking this season is just unreal. So, I mean, you might as well say he's going to be the 2021 Ballon d'Or winner. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. great. Um, I think in the ceremony they they should give him two Ballon d'Ors because I mean, t- like I said last year, he should have won the Ballon d'Or. Um, and for those of you who do not know what the Ballon d'Or is, basically the uh, it's the FIFA's award for best player of that year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, if you guys know how big FIFA is, yeah, it's, it's worldwide. So I mean, if you're the best player in the world, okay, there's there's some debates. I mean, everyone still feels the way they feel about the Luka Modric uh, award. Yeah. I can see it, but I also can see why it maybe shouldn't have been <laughs> Luka Modric. Yeah, exactly. But then again, I'm like, can you be mad at Luka Modric? Yeah, because he's humble and not anything. I mean, he's basically the Croatian Messi. Yeah. <laughs> not, I'm not saying like as a player, but I'm just saying like the manner. Yeah. I mean, he's a family guy. He usually tries to keep to himself, like, you know, kind of that, that, that sort of stuff. Yeah. I mean, you're right. Uh, so, yeah, but Lewandowski is my player of the week. And Hector, who's your player of the week? My player of the week, and it is Kareem Benzema. That is correct. Back-to-back picks with Kareem Benzema. And for legitimate reasons, not me trying to like vote up Kareem Benzema so he can compete with Erling Haaland or anything like that. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. It's just crazy to think this man just came off of an injury and has been scoring since. Like, he didn't need time to, you know, get his body back into it. He just I'm gonna score some goals, um, so that, that that makes me feel great. But at the same time, it's like someone else for Robert needs to step up because if, if Kareem Benzema has a cold day, I mean that's gonna suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyways, um, especially with the matches that are coming up for them. <laughs> we'll get to it. But anyways, um, 
Yeah, but Karim Benzema scores two goals and gets an assist. So he was he was part of all three goals for Real Madrid's three to one win against Celta Vigo. And if you guys know, you guys know how me and Edward feel about Celta Vigo. That is one of those teams that spoils seasons for oh for yeah, the dude. big three. It's somehow, some way, it just happens. This is the thing about La Liga. They have they have a they have the big three, obviously. Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, and Barcelona. Not necessarily in that order. Um, but they have those three teams and with a bunch of teams that can literally cause an upset at any moment, ruin anybody's chance of winning their championship run, ruin somehow their, their form. Yeah. This is La Liga. But yeah, but, but Benzema looks great. Like I said, he, he scored the first two goals in the game and then, um, gets the assist for Marco Asensio to solidify their three, one win against Celta Vigo. Um, I mean, like I said, ever since he came off the injury, he's just been looking like he's hungry. Like he wants to be, he wants Real Madrid to have a successful season. Um, they're not that far out of it in the race. I mean, it's it's literally, it's 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 a close race between Barcelona and Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid right now. Right. Um, so I mean, you know, they got to win matches to stay in it. And I mean, Benzema is definitely doing that. Oh, yeah, he's he's, he's keeping it up there. He's keeping it up there. All right, so congratulations to Robert Lewandowski and Karim, Karim Benzema. Benzema. Mm-hmm. So I think those are very two two really good strikers, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's crazy thing that one gets called up by Poland and the other one doesn't get called up by France. <laughs> I feel like it, I think Benzema should have made the decision to switch to Algeria at some point, but eh. yeah, I think he was going for World Cup. That's true. So yeah. All right, Edward. So, the round of 16 for both the Europa League and the Champions League have passed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. we are now on to the quarterfinals for no. both these tournaments. Yes, sir. We'll go ahead and start things off with the Europa League. All right. All right, so here's a recap of the round of 16. Once again, we're not going to actually like break down each game. We're just going to go ahead and tell you guys the results. So, Granada beats Molde 3-2. Dinamo Zagreb beats Tottenham 3-2. Jesus Christ. Yep. Arsenal beat Olympiacos 3 to 2. There's a lot of 3 to 2s here. <laughs> Roma beat Shakhtar Donetsk 5 to 1. Well, there you go. That's a 5 to 1. Slavia Praha beats Rangers 3 to 1. So, not, not, not going to be that fun of a season for the Rangers. Uh, Manchester United beat AC Milan 2 to 1. Well, okay, Pogba <laughs> beat yep. AC Milan 2. Go figure. You give the ball to the guy that has played against the team for many years, is going to win you the game. Go figure. Bring him in as a sub, right? Amazing way how that go, fucking works, old gunner. Way to go, old gunner. Great strategy. Villarreal beat Denimo Key 4 to nothing, and then Ajax beats Young Boys 5 to <laughs> Anyway, this is my comrade over here, man. Ajax defeated Young There's no other. There's no way Young Boys lost to Ajax 5 to nothing. There you go. That sounds decent. <laughs> man. As you can tell, Hector has a little sense of humor. He's right, so, finished reading it. So, from those games, man, what's the game that you want to pop to point out? Um, the Dynamo Zagreb with the versus Tottenham. I mean, we, we kind of already touched up on that one. So. Yeah, we did. Okay, so um, put one that's close to your heart: Arsenal versus Olympiacos. Yeah, man. I, I think it was a uh, like I said. Um, they did what they needed to do. They had a three-one win from the first leg. 
Um, they lost one to nothing in the second leg, but I mean, you know, like I said, they were in a very comfortable position. Um, Arsenal versus versus Olympiacos. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Now I was looking at something. Uh, my numbers got all jumbled over my screen. They won three to one. In the first yeah, game. I know. I know. They lost one to nothing in the second one. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I was like, my numbers got all. Jumbled. I was like, apparently, I was no math. And so, no, I don't. But anyways, so they were in a position where they just didn't have to mess up the second leg, and clearly they didn't. And they're on to the next round. So I mean, no, great job for Arsenal. Um, I mean, like I said. For a lot of these teams, this is their best shot at making it to the Champions League is by winning the Europa League. And Arsenal is definitely one of those teams that they need this. Yeah, they need they need this. <laughs> they need this bad. They need this bad. All right, but yeah. For me, the game to highlight is obviously Manchester United versus AC Milan. It's unfortunate that Zlatan did not get to make his return to Old Trafford, but still got to face his old club. Um, but yeah, it was just really good defensive performances for both teams, man. I think that if there's one thing to take. Both teams played really well defensively. Um, first, I mean, the first leg really was really good. It was a 1 1 draw. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, man, uh, go figure. You you send out the guy that you haven't been using all fucking year, mm-hmm. the guy that has experience against playing Italian sides. Mm-hmm. You bring him out and he scores a goal and wins the game for you. Go fucking figure. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's definitely my game to highlight. It was a good matchup. This is a matchup that. I wish we got to see a little bit further down the road, not in a in a round of sixteen matchup, but yeah. Hey, that's how it goes sometimes. So definitely, yeah, exactly. definitely would have liked to have seen this in a final or maybe in a semifinal. But hey, you know what? We got to see it now. Exactly. All right, man. So here are the quarterfinal matchups: Granada versus Manchester United, Arsenal versus Slavia Praha, Ajax versus Roma. Dinamo Zagreb versus Villarreal. Ooh. Edward, what is your game to watch? Um, Ajax versus Roma. That no. one's a game to watch. That's going to be a good game. Hell yeah, bro. No, for sure. What um, about you? You know what? I want to say Dinamo Zagreb and Villarreal. I think, it's a, I think that's going to be a very equally, evenly matched one. Um, Villarreal, I think maybe people should kind of push to the side just because it's Villarreal, but I mean, they're having a good run. They got some good players on that team. Um, players that are probably going to go elsewhere at some point, but um, have a really good team right now. And, I mean, Dino Zagreb have this giant chip on their shoulder now. I mean, new manager, old, old manager got arrested. Uh, so, I mean, definitely an interesting storyline. But I wouldn't sleep on Vera out there. They look really good. Um, I mean, they did, you know, beat Dino Akiva 4 to nothing. So, I mean, they, they's got, that's got to count for something. Yep. But yeah, so um, honestly, when I look at these matchups, I, don't, I, I think I guess the only <clears throat> upset possible opportunity is either Granada versus Manchester United or Arsenal versus Slavia Praha. Um, so from those two, do you think there's going to be an upset? Um, damn. Uh, an upset? Maybe... Granada versus Manchester United. You see a uh, pop up. I see a Granada possibly making it through. Okay. All right. All right, Edward. So our our, our favorites are eliminated. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. both thought Tottenham was was going to be the team that was going to go to all the way. Yeah. yeah. And clearly, no, I mean, a very pump motivated Dino Zagreb 
uh, prove us wrong. Who's your favorite looking into this now? Like looking at this group right now, who do you think is like? Bruh. Yeah, that's that's probably the team that's going to win this now. Manchester United, the team that you just said could possibly get off. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just, it's just, I don't know, man. They're pulling some weird ass shit, some tricks out of their head. Uh, I don't know how. It's just, it's it's, it's really okay. weird. Okay. Um, old Gunner's doing his old Gunner magic again. It was crazy enough. I think I'm with you, though. I gotta go Old Gunner. I don't know what the fuck it is. I, I think we gotta become believers of Old Gunner. Of old Gunner. This, that, I'm so baffled by this guy. I know, bro. Like, I know. Somehow, they're where they are in the in the EPL. They, they're in the quarterfinals. I mean, I will say, on paper, they have the best team. Yeah. I On paper, this honestly should be a Champions League team. Well, they were a Champions League team, and obviously they're now in the Europa League. This team should be in the Champions League. And, and with the talent that they have, uh, but, you know, they're the Europa League. I mean, you might as well, when you know, when life gives you lemons, make, make lemonade, I guess is what your situation is, or whatever Old Gunner's making. Yeah. Uh, I think at this point, Old Gunner's probably like. He, they, give, they give him lemonade and he's spiking it, but also he's also making like a lemon pie on the side. He's just trying to make whatever whatever he can with whatever he has. Yeah, it's just very interesting. But yeah, so the, the, that is basically the quarterfinals. For the Europa League, um, I think the matchups are really good. I think all all four honestly are just are really good matchups. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a fun watch. I, like I said, if you guys haven't been watching the Europa League, you're missing out on some good games. Because, um, like I said, man, AC Milan and, and matches I did not disappoint. So yeah, yeah. All right, Edward. it's gonna be a little bit hard for you, but Champions League. <laughs> all right, let's do it. All right, here's the re- the recap of the round of sixteen. Once again, we're not gonna go in depth with them, but. FC Porto beat Juventus four to four. They won on the way goals. Dortmund beat Sevilla five to four. Yeah. Liverpool beat Leipzig four to nothing. Yeah. PSG beat Barcelona five to two. Manchester City beat Mönchengladbach four to nothing. Madrid beat Atalanta four to one. Me. Chelsea beat Atletico Madrid three to nothing. Yay! <laughs> uh, Sorry, ready? Spence. Apparently. <laughs> Uh, Bayern Munich beat Lazio six to two. What is the uh, yeah, yeah. what's the game you want to point out? What I want to point out, honestly, the Porto versus Juventus. I mean, we got we yeah, got we got to mention it. That was a big oh man. Obviously, this is the game that started all the speculations of whether or not Ronaldo wants to be here. Is this Ronaldo, Ronaldo Juventus experiment a failure? Um, all the drama that came from this game because they couldn't beat Porto. Mm-hmm. And they, they they almost had it. They they had the, the one... Okay, one thing, all right. As far as away goals, one away goal isn't necessarily like, oh my God, it's over. But <laughs> like, I'll, I'll just put that out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... You would think that it, when they're playing in their home stadium, they would... Okay, maybe that's not really that big of a factor, especially when there's no fans. Mm-hmm. But you thought that Juventus just can't fail. Like, they just could not fail. But I don't know what it is. I don't know if they had a brain fart or, or, or something. I don't know what it is, but they just didn't is, look good. Um, I felt like they kind of played to their competition in, in some way. Uh, that's not disrespect for the Porto, but Porto came in and they just like we're just gonna play this game. we're just gonna play this game. 
see how it works out. And they've been able to catch Juventus slip up, and there was a lot of slip ups on on Juventus. I don't know if they just did. maybe Juventus just didn't take this team seriously, and they just that maybe that's their downfall is that they didn't take Porto seriously, and Porto did. Yeah, Porto took this all the way to the bank. Like they 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 said, you know what? Fuck it, we're gonna win, and they did. Like they they okay. In the end, aggregate was four four, but because of away goals, Porto made it through. You I know, mean, this is, the last game did go to extra time. Yeah, yeah, it did. So there is that. Oh um, man, I'm still uh, still kind of peeved about that. All right, man. So <laughs> for me, the game to to mention, uh, I'm gonna say Chelsea Atletico Madrid. I thought this was gonna be the the best matchup, and honestly, this matchup didn't disappoint. I think both teams did very well defensively. I mean, Tuchel just. I, since taking over Chelsea, Chelsea he's, has looked. He's found something different in he, there. He's found something with Chelsea. Um, Timo Werner is still not the guy that we all thought he was going to be. Havertz is, you know, he's, he's showing up. He's showing up. He's, he's showing, showing up. up. Um, Zayek scored a beauty of a goal. Yeah. Um, Atletico Madrid. The only issue was the defense is there. It's just they just can't score goals right now. Mm-hmm. That's really the big issue for them. That was my concern. Um, when when I, we thought we did talk about it on Hinge FC. Um. And you know, I I felt that you know, I just I just felt Chelsea was going to be the team that that advanced, and and clearly they showed it. They and it wasn't like like I said, they weren't playing they weren't playing that great attack wise either. It mm-hmm. just so happens that you're playing against a team that just can't score. One of those teams are going to score, and when you have a guy like Olivier Giroud, when you have guys like Zayek, someone's going to step up. Yep. Um, Jao Felix. No, he was he was on the field. I think he was, but he was shooting. He was shooting. I mean, not very, well. not very well. It's just you know. But, so I mean, the the pressure is definitely on Joe Felix now. He needs to step up, man. I I, I said that from the beginning. This is a guy that we need to keep an eye on, and, and it, unfortunately, it's not for good reasons now. It's it's, it's like can this guy is it, is he not living up to what everyone thought he was going to be in in Atletico Madrid, or maybe he was just not a good fit for Atletico Madrid. Who knows? I thought Joe Felix was going to be a perfect move for to Atletico Madrid, but it just hasn't been panning out like they hoped. Yeah, I agree. There's still time though for him to. Oh no, totally. Fix himself totally. All right, man. So here is the <clears throat> matchup for the quarterfinals: Manchester City versus Dortmund, Ooh. Porto versus Chelsea, mm. Bayern Munich versus PSG, <laughs> and Real Madrid versus Liverpool. We have Those. two rematches. Of previous Champions League finals. Yep. Yep, yep. One being the most recent Champions League final and one from two years from three years ago, actually. No. Yeah. Alright, Eric. What's your game to watch? Ah uh, Munich versus PSG. <laughs> so that's a intense oh, bro. Matchup. That's just that is just intense. That's gonna be a hell of a matchup, bro. It's gonna be Mbappe versus Lewandowski. Mm-hmm. He already took on Holland. Can he take on the other one? Uh huh. Damn, that's gonna be a hell of a matchup, bro. But... I think, I think, I think PSG. It looks a lot different from. And it's crazy to think they're doing this without Neymar, by the way. Uh, yeah. But I think, I think. Uh... Okay. Um. Uh, anyways, what were we saying? Maybe what were we saying? Um. Oh shit. Uh, anyways, I'm gonna. You were saying uh, that that basically Mbappe is basically going to be the one to, to deal with uh, against Bayern. That's what I think. That's my. I mean, my I, mean the, I, I feel like I feel like PSG is definitely weirdly enough. It's it's still kind of the same team, but a different. It, it feels like a different team now. 
it feels like a little bit. It feels a little bit heavier. Mm-hmm. I think that's what you're trying to say. Yeah, I, I like yeah, how like they seem his look. I think the back line, what they have with Marquinhos, completely and then, and then, looks uh, so good. Um, the midfield looks really solid. This is, and it's kind of unfair. This feel, this feels like this should be a final. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a final, but um, it, it's a good matchup. I think definitely it's going to be PSG versus. I mean, not PSG. <laughs> well, I mean, yes, it is PSG, but it, it is Mbappe versus Lewandowski. Who can be the catalyst? For this team. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to point out two players that we should definitely keep an eye on in both the, in, on both fields. Mm-hmm. Kaylor Navas for PSG. I think he obviously came up big against Barcelona, even stopping a, a penalty from against Messi. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, obviously it's what can you do to make Robert Lewandowski have not such of a good day. And I mean, he has faced Lewandowski before in the Champions League. We've obviously yeah. seen last year's final, but obviously with Real Madrid as well. Has been kind of a pest to to Robert Lewandowski's. Um, so that's one matchup, and then the other matchup is well, not matchup, but another player to highlight is um, can Angel Di Maria supply his guy? I think he can. I mean, he's got definitely a big task ahead of him because he is going up against Bayern Munich's defense. I think Bayern Munich's defense. Bayern Munich's defense is pretty solid as it is right now, mm-hmm. so it's pretty hard to go just through it. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna have to figure out something out. So yeah, so yeah, that's my game to watch. That's a good one. That's a good, very good one. Um, my my game, I I, I gotta say, Manchester City versus Dortmund. That's gonna be a hell of a good one. And what's crazy is you said Barmier versus PSG, and I said Manchester City versus Dortmund. This is the two matches. Like the winners of these games are going to face each other for the semi. Oh, that's a good. Oh, this is gonna be basically Dortmund could actually get their revenge of the matches that they lost against. So, but for Manchester City, man. <laughs> so the story is obviously Erling Haaland facing his dad's old team. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's crazy, bro. Jaden Sancho facing the team that he brought, he came up with. Yeah, Manchester City eyeing their future prospects. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, oh man, this is it, it's gonna be fun, man. I think this is gonna be a really good matchup as well. Um, Manchester City has a really good defense as well. Um, I wouldn't sleep on Dortmund's either, even though they did give up a lot of goals against uh, against Sevilla. Yeah. So I mean, that question, the question for me is, can this, can Dortmund? They're they're relying heavily on, on the attacking. attacking. Yeah. So so can can Dortmund help out defensively, so that Holland maybe has like a little bit of an easier job where he's not having to play catch up. With Pep Guardiola's attack, yeah, and that's going to be tough too. So we'll see, we'll see. It's going to be, it's going to be a good game. I, I agree with you. It's going to be a hell of a game. All right, so I don't feel like any of these matchups have like an okay. Well, there is one matchup that is like an upset kind of a look because I think the other three are just I think three very evenly match matchups. Obviously, if you guys want to figure out which ones those are, obviously Man City, Dortmund, PSG, Bar- uh, Bayern Munich, and Real Madrid, Liverpool. I think are very three e- equally matchups. There is one upset in my opinion that is FC Porto versus Chelsea. Yeah. Do you think Porto can can strike lightning twice? Yeah, I think so. No, I'm not going to tell you that I'm 100 percent positive, but it's 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 a it's a pretty high chance. I mean, it's funny. It's like I think Chelsea. This is to me. This is what the the rooms are waiting for the draws. Chelsea wants Porto, but Porto wants Chelsea. Yeah, yep. if that makes any sense. Like Chelsea, yes, they look good. They do have a great attack and all that. 
But if I would have to choose between Bayern Munich, PSG, Dortmund, Manchester City, uh, Real Madrid, or Liverpool, I'm gonna take Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Chelsea, take Chelsea. I think, Chelsea, I think, is the easier one out of the out of all the. So, like I said, I think this is the this is one of those where Chelsea wanted Porto, but I think at the same time Porto wanted Chelsea. Yeah. So, so yeah. It's, it's, okay, so I'm like, but it is still to me upset worthy. Can can Porto strike lightning twice? I think what they do defensively is going to be a big key. Can Pepe keep them disciplined? Um, yes, they have a decent attack with uh, what Chelsea has, but it's an inexperienced attack. Yeah, maybe Christian Pulisic could be the it factor for this game, but it's a very young attack. They're still kind of figuring things out. We still haven't seen much from Tino Werner yet. We're kind of seeing some some moves from from Zayek and Havertz, yeah. but. Um, you're still kind of missing something for me. Um, so, I mean, this could be, this is another opportunity for Porto to continue their Cinderella story. Yeah, they just have to know where to pick and choose. Exactly. Just wait Just wait for them to make those mistakes. Exactly, bro. Exactly. All right, Edward. Who is your favorite from this group? Okay, let's make this easy. Who, who could beat Bayern Munich? I feel like that's that's now the story for for the Champions League. So let me just say, Bayern Munich is the heavy favorite for this whole thing. I think, I think Dortmund can. If if, if Haaland stays healthy, he could possibly pull the same shit he did before he got injured, before he got hurt, where he he, he pulled out the. But Lewandowski did his hat trick and everything. But I think if Haaland was 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 uh healthy, I think that him being unhealthy and him being cut and everything like. From the ankle, I think it took a toll on all the players in, in the field. They looked and they're like, "Damn it! Like, now what are we gonna do?" You know, and mm-hmm. then they're like, "You should really rely on this guy to mm-hmm. carry us to a victory." So it gives them a little bit more oomph. But when you see like your talisman taken down, you just like Shh. you kind of, you kind of like you kind of feel the brunt of it, even if it's not you. Mm-hmm. But you see him walk off with the injury, you're just like. Uh, you kind of, and it's against your rival mm-hmm. at the moment, and you're just like, damn, like you get, you get pissed, you, you lose a little bit of control. So, as long as he is healthy, as long as these housemen is healthy, everybody around him will be playing just as well. Okay, so I think Dorthman, Dorthman. I'm gonna go on the other side. All right, I think Manchester City is the favorite. All right, um, I mean. If, if somehow Bayern Munich is not available, Manchester City to me, I think once again you have Pep Guardiola. This this is a this is kind of where everybody's like, look, man, we need a Champions League title. We know you can win La, we, La Liga. We know you. Well, I mean, he has won La Liga. We know you can win the Premier League. We know you can win the the other tournaments. We know you can do that. Yeah. But we want a Champions League trophy. Right. Can you do it? I think he has the team. I think they look really good. Um, I think. I, I don't see a weak spot. I mean, Kevin De Bruyne is, is back. That's a big, that's big. Uh, you know, Phil Fodden looks amazing. Yeah, that's true. His number is ugly, but he looks amazing. His numbers are... <laughs> I mean, he wears 47. Just a random number to wear. Exactly. But watch, it's going to change next year, maybe. Next season. Maybe it'll change. Oh, when, uh, when a certain number 10 leaves? Yeah, pretty much. Um, but I mean, and, it, and I mean, um, uh, Gundogan 
Gundogan. He looks really good. Yeah, the midfield looks really good. And then obviously you have Raheem Sterling. Oh my God, this this team. And I mean, this, it's crazy to think that you know, Aguero is coming off the bench. Um, <laughs> so, this is a good team. I mean, I think that they have the team to make a strong push. Obviously, Dortmund is a really big matchup. I mean, that's going to be very telling for them. And I think they have a really fair shot against Bayern Munich as well. You know, um, I I think uh, especially because you know, well, Pep knows that team pretty well. Yeah, I think, I think we can all say. Yeah. Um. So I think I think this is a I think they have a good shot as well at beating Bayern Munich. All right. All right. Sounds like fun. Sounds like fun. All right. So that is our previews, uh, for the Europa League and Champions League. We're gonna go ahead and take one more break, and then we're gonna go to our three up, three down, for a topic. Um, that I think you guys will like. Bro, where did you get that sick jersey? What, this thing? I got it at Fanatics. Fanatics? Yeah, Fanatics. It is a one-stop shop of all things sports. They sell jerseys, hats, shirts, jackets, and much more. You can go to our bio on Instagram and Twitter at insertnamefc. You'll see our link tree to Fanatics. When you go shop on that link, you will not only be getting some fresh gear, but you'll also be supporting Insert Name FC and the Unhinged Sports Network. I'm going to go start shopping now. And we are back, man. So... Three up, three down. Um, this topic. Okay, I'm gonna have to ex- kind. Of, I feel like I have to explain it a little bit, but three up, three down. That feeling. And would you care to explain to our listeners what do you mean? What that? Uh, explain it, okay. but interrupt me. But anyways, that feeling. So basically, it's just you know, it's like those little small moments. I guess here's an example. It's not gonna be my pick, but here's an example. Like. That feeling when you take off your shoes after a long day of work, you know, like it's pretty. Yeah, that's a relieving moment, right? Because you know you've, you've been you've been wearing your shoes all day. You, uh, depending on what you do for your job, and you take them off, it's kind of like a little bit relieving, right? Mm-hmm. So that's basically the the premise of this three up three down. We haven't gotten Spencer's. I don't think we're gonna get Spencer's uh, <laughs> three up three down for this one because uh, it's pretty late. Anyways, so Edward, you want me to go first? Or you you want to go first? You go first. All right, so my three down. Number three. Well, being hungry. <laughs> being hungry? Being hungry. Well, actually, no. You're down? Being hangry. Yeah. Okay, okay. Hangry. You know, like, if you... I believe it. It's a long day. You're really hungry. And you're mad because you can't... You haven't... You, you, you're not able to eat. It's like, maybe, like, it's been two hours and you, you've been feeling hungry this whole time and you're kind of frustrated. Right, right. Feeling sucks. Yeah, you're right about that, though. <clears throat> That's how I feel. When, when I hate that feeling of feeling angry. And I'm like, dude, especially at work, bro. I'm like, bro, like, when people stop bothering me. Like, damn it. You're trying to eat. Like, dude, I'll be having my fruit, my snack bar. And they're like, hey, I need your help with this. Put it down. And I have to do what I have to do. That is the most annoying shit. I want to shove it in their face. Ah. Like, there's a saying. I want to shoot them in the dick. Like that, like that. Yeah. That's how bad it gets. Yeah. Like that's how hangry that's I get. That's a sin. It's my sin. Anyways, all right. So number two is like that. Okay, so that feeling when you 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 finish your task, right? You finish you finish your your job's task, right? Whatever you need to do, and then immediately it's like all jumbled again, right? You know, like you just literally finish this thing. All right. Like, for example, you know, where I work, 
Occasionally, I work on the short game on the short game practice field, which is where people get to work on their short game right. uh, for golf. And I, you know, I pick up the golf balls, and I'll clear this one green. You know, I make sure I clear. You know, I clear all the area from the golf balls. Make sure they're like you know the baskets are full, so for people to come in, so they can work on their short game. Um, and then you you just you just clear the side. You go out to clear the other side, and then you turn around, and the other side is back to being a whole mess again. Like you literally, I, like I'm like man, yeah, because my usually my thought process. So, so like for example, like um, when you're raking leaves, mm-hmm. let's say, and then you have the pile there. Then when you turn around, there's more leaves, and you're like, all right, whatever, you know, I didn't rake these or whatever. You start raking them, and then when the wind starts blowing, then all of yeah. a sudden it starts spreading out. And you're just like, oh, yeah, that, okay, okay. Usually, yeah, that's it, that's it, that's it. So the feeling that you have to redo a task after you just com- you literally just com- accomplish that task. I guess you can say that's what it is. And then number one is that like that weird stomach ache that you get that you when you really need to take a shit. Oh god, I know what you mean. That's horrible. The one where like once you finally get to the bathroom, this is probably gonna be a little bit descriptive. <laughs> like by the time you go to the bathroom, like you're not even like sitting up, you're like you're kinda like curled down because it's like it hurts so much that stomach pain. Damn. You never experienced that? I know what you mean. I hate those. Those are really bad. Like, it's kind of like just somebody's punching me mm-hmm. downward into the stomach, and you just kind of like, oh. Yeah, that. All right. I got you. All right. So, my bottom three are being hangry, having to re, I guess, reorganize something that you just organized. And then, number one, that weird, painful stomach ache that you get when you really need to take a shit. All right. Okay. I see. I see. I see. All right. So my bottom three: <clears throat> when you go outside, and let me put it this way: so when you go outside and it's hot, you're out there for a little bit, and then you come back inside and it's cold. But then you have to go back outside and it's hot. And then you have to go back inside and it's cold because of the AC. So that feeling there, especially when you're sweating and then when you're coming into the house and it's like fucking AC's blowing and you feel that cold stickiness on you. Oh, dude, I hate that. I'd rather just stay outside and let myself air dry real quick. Because, dude, honestly, I hate that so much. Like, when we would play soccer and then we'd go into the house and it was like sweaty. Did you remember there was one time I think we were playing like on the street and I had to change like I don't know how many fucking times? Because mm-hmm. I hated that feeling. I do, I hate that feeling, bro. I have to dry myself off. I can't just walk into anywhere. Even if, if I play indoor, there, I'm okay, I guess, because I'm inside and it's not affecting me that bad. But it's like if I play outside and I go back in, my body's just completely warm. And like I go in there and I feel the AC, it cools my sweat on the shirt or whatever. Bro, that thing is the one of the worst things or one of the worst things to experience. I hate that. Mm-hmm. It's fucking ridiculous. Alright. So that's my number three. Alright. I don't know if you can relate to that. Uh I mean I know what you mean. Um I I that has never bothered me. But okay, but I can see how that could be uh, at least annoying. You do sweat a lot though. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I sweat as much as you do, but I, you do sweat a lot. Oh fuck yeah, bro! I'm, I'm sometimes I'm like I don't even know how that happens. And as, and as this is me saying that I don't like like it, when I play soccer, I don't play intense. Like Edward can tell you, I I do put put everything out on there. 
on the field. But I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying that, like, I don't, I'm, I, honestly, I do think I'm not, I'm not so much of a sweater. I mean, if it's a hot day, I sweat a lot, just like anybody else does. But like, yeah. But like when I'm playing soccer, I don't think I sweat as much on a, like a on a normal day than most people do. Right. And you sweat pretty Yeah, I do, man. So I'm like, but you know, recently I haven't really sweated out that much, so I'm kind of happy about that. <clears throat> but number, my number two is when okay, so this was gonna be kind of kind of odd. Um, I guess you could say like that feeling when you get a, a fresh cut, like a haircut, but it's like. The hair goes under your shirt. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, I was like, you know, no, I love, I love the feeling of a fresh cut. Yeah, it's the itchiness, the, the itchiness of the hair. Like you, you say, oh god, especially when you're driving home, you, like, you try to shake off a shirt. You're like untucking mm-hmm. it, trying to shake it. You're like, all right, cool, I got this. Good. All of a sudden, stuff getting little prickles and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was like, oh man, that that is annoying as hell. Like just trying to drive. Mm-hmm. So yeah, dude, I hate that so much. Okay, okay. so but yeah, it's it's annoying. It's annoying, but yeah. And then the number one feeling that I hate is okay. So this happens to me with certain foods. I'm a fat ass, by the way. Healthy food. I happen with lasagna. And so, you know, when you take it out of the microwave and it's steaming, you see the steam and you're just like, yes, it's warm. Oh, okay. Awesome. I know, I know what you're saying. And you, then you take a chunk out of it and you bite it. All of a sudden, you have the hot and the cold, like in the inside, doesn't actually heat up, mm-hmm. right? So you're just like, the fuck is this? So like, you just. Oh, dude, like, you just don't want to eat it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, you just stop eating. You're just like, damn, and it looks, still looks good. And you're just like, steaming on the outside. It's like, what do I do? Do I put it back in the microwave? Yeah, and, I make usually, it, and now make it scorching hot? Make it, it's super hot on the outside. You, can't, you have to basically cut into pieces and then finish cutting into pieces, especially lasagna. I think it just turns into, like, pasta. It's like, mm-hmm. it just falls apart. So that there is just, it is such a pain, bro. Like, such a pain. Mm-hmm. I'm a fat ass. Okay. So right, that's why. So yeah. So that's my number one. So it really number three. The sticky, sweaty feeling you guys get. I'm pretty sure we got some of our listeners going, yeah, I know that feeling too. Like it's cold sweat, yeah. And then number, my number two is uh when <laughs> um uh, the Hold on. We got you. Yeah. Uh, number two. Oh, when you get the fresh haircut. Oh, the fresh haircut. The fresh haircut, and then the hair goes into your shirt. And you yeah. get a little stickiness, like, mm-hmm. like little prickles and stuff. And my number one is basically when you taste the food and it's warm on the outside, but it's cold on the inside. Basically, when you didn't properly heat. Pasta and lasagna though, is like the though, most impossible thing to know how to heat up. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, sometimes it tells you in the box, and even though you follow the instructions, I'll tell you right into the box. Sometimes it comes out like that. Oh, okay. So it's not like, you know, like pa- pasta made from. No, nah, not from scratch and stuff. Okay, because like, all of your and stuff. Because like honestly, like, at this point in my life, like, if if, the, if I have, like, leftover spaghetti, 
I literally just I just put it on a pot. Like I just heat it up on a pot. That's like I'm like okay, I'm gonna make sure that it's all. Warm. <laughs> like I'm not. I'm not gonna put it on a plate and then put it in the microwave and just pray that like somehow the inside like, gets do like, do like Gordon Ramsay's kitchen nightmare and shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah, that's that's my three. That's my three. So. Okay. All right, and what is your top three? My three up is um. So for number three is when what you've been craving for for food lives up to what you wanted. Oh yeah, that's always a good feeling. You know, like, and it's not like I'm saying like anything specific. Like you just like, man, you know, I could really go for. What about the Colombian burger? Yeah, Uh, yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, but you have to like, you know, like that's what I'm craving. And it's like there, there's some times where you're like, I want this, and then when you eat it, like, oh, this doesn't feel the same. Like, and that happens. But there's those days when you're like, no, you know, I and there were experiences once with me. Um, uh, I forgot where we were going, but I was like, hey man, can we go to McDonald's and get an egg McMuffin, a sausage egg McMuffin? And you're like, I'm like, I really want one. And he's just like, okay. And I just remember just looking at it. I was like. Bro, this is like the most perfect sausage egg muffin I've ever seen in my life. I don't know what it was, but it was just, I think maybe it was just because I really wanted it, but it just looked good. And I remember I was like, man, it like, it wasn't uh, unorganized. Like the sausage was literally like in the middle of the, of the sandwich. It wasn't like the egg wasn't to the side or anything like that. It was literally perfectly structured. And I remember just biting into that thing. And I was just like, this is the perfect sausage egg muffin. I don't know this. I don't know if this can be replicated. What about, what about, okay. Uh, I think I had that experience with the ironically with the McDonald's right? with the, um, is it the McMuffin, the one that has like little biscuits that have the honey or the honey syrup inside? Oh, the McGriddle. The McGriddles, there you go. Yeah. Oh. You know, I'm not like a big fan of McGriddles, but I, I can see what you mean. I, I, I never get that. Um, so yeah, no, kind of like, it, just, it's something you, you've been craving all day. And, and like once you finally eat it, you're like, "Yep, this is this is what I was looking for. Exactly. This, is, this is what it was." So that's 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 number three. When you get your what you've been craving, it's like because you know how sometimes maybe when you're craving something, you hype it too much, and so it doesn't live up to what you were hyping it for. That's yeah. what, that's my point. So what you're craving for does uh meet your needs. Uh, number two, um, is gonna sound so. Uh, so it, okay, not, well, I guess kind of stupid, but that feeling when you actually you feel like okay, I feel like I I have a well accomplished, I accomplished a really good day. But it was like okay, I didn't I didn't do nothing. Like I you know either you know like I felt like I had a productive day, and it's not necessarily about work. I don't think work should count. But like when you have your off day and you you decide to do something with it instead of just like hanging out, watching TV or playing video games all day, like you went out and did something like maybe. Mow the lawn, wash your car. You just were very productive. So you felt like, yeah, you know, I did something with today. You didn't, you know, like it wasn't a wasted day, if you will. Yeah. So yeah, uh, the feeling that you accomplished, yeah, it, the, the feeling of having a productive day is a, is, is a feeling that. So the feeling of accomplishment, basically. Not, not, not just accomplishment, because accomplishment could just mean like you just did one thing. But I mean, when you feel like you did like a really, you had like a really productive day, like you did. It was like you did a day. It was a day full of accomplishments. All right. So, so yeah. So that's my number two. And then number one 
I'm sure a lot of you are going to definitely agree with me with this. The feeling of putting pants on fresh from the dryer. I can only relate to that one when it's a cold ass day, when it's a winter day. Nope. I, nope. Any, honestly, any, any clothing that came off the dryer is the best feeling in the world. Like a shirt. Like I don't even care if it's a hot outside. It just feels good. Like you're just like, yes. I'm ready. <laughs> I like it. I guess you don't, but I like it. Yeah, I, I can, bro. It, it's not just pants. Like I said, it could be a shirt, some shorts, some boxes. Some boxes are fire <laughs> when they're fresh out of the dryer. Like it, like I, I don't know. It just makes me feel good. Like I'm like oh, I'm ready to get the to. Yeah, you, know, you still have like the 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 fabric softener. You know, makes you smell good and all that. You're like, yeah, I'm ready for today. So yeah, so that is my my uh, my three up. So just reiterate it again. Um. Number three, what you're craving for lives up to what you wanted. Uh, number two, having a productive day. And number one, clothes from the <laughs> clothes fresh from off the dryer. dryer. <laughs> clothes fresh off the dryer. Oh. Oh. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. So my number three, and I don't know how many people can relate to this, but when you just wake up, but not because of your alarm, not because somebody woke you up, not because you know you, you basically have something to do or whatever, but when you wake up on your own time and you feel well rested, and you just kind of you wake yourself up, like you, your mind wakes you, up. you know, you just kind of open your eyes like normal, and just like and you take that deep ass breath and you stretch, you do that 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 morning stretch while you're laying in bed. Like that, bro. Best feeling ever. No fucking alarm. Nobody waking you up. I have yet to experience it. <laughs> I have yet to experience it anytime recent, bro. Like my kids wake me up. Uh, my alarm wakes me up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have. I don't have a day where I literally wake up by myself. Like mm-hmm. just wake up and just. Uh, I've ha- I had a nap on Saturday. Which kind of was like that. So it felt good. I felt good. You know, I, played, I went to go for the breakfast and everything. So I got on Sunday. We had fun. We played. Um, but yeah, like like I said, like, dude, like, that is one of those feelings where you go to sleep one night and you wake up the next day, the next morning, and you just, you just wake up on your own. Nobody's bugging you about anything. And you just like, then you just stretch. Then you just, it's, 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 Wonderful feeling. Wonderful feeling. That is one of the best feelings that I can think of. So, yeah. That's my number three. My number two. When, okay, so when the grass is freshly cut, but it cannot just be like, oh, the grass is cut on a hot-ass day. You know, it has to be kind of like, where it's kind of damp. Like, I guess the morning be a little bit. Because when you cut the top off, the bottom part stays moisty, like kind of moist, but it's cool. So when you step on it barefoot and stuff, oh, bro, that's like so cold. It's, it's cool on a very hot day. You feel it right there. You're just kind of like standing there on it. You just feel a little grass clipping, skinny and stuff on, a, on it. Bro, that's just, that's one of those badass days. Just, okay. 
Yeah, so that's my number two feeling. I, I, I that's what I, that's what I like. That's just me. Oh, that's your three episodes. Yeah. That's exactly, it's yeah. literally your preference. I know. <laughs> and then my number one on, on my number one, it's, um, when you basically, let's say, you go, okay, so, when it's really cold outside, like, I'm not much for a winter, I'm really not, um, look how I'm built, I'm fucking, I am not made for a winter, hell, the fuck no, but, I just, I love when it's cold outside, or it's cold, and then you just get inside your blanket, and you just kind of just wrap yourself up in a taco, and you're just like, that little burrito feel, you know, yeah. that, that warm. And all the way from head to toe, bro. With, the, with the flea market blanket? With the flea market blanket. <laughs> Not even lying. Head to toe, bro. That's me. That's me. Head to toe. All the way, all the way. Freaking just grab myself up and just stir myself and just kind of rock myself to sleep or TV on, whatever have you. Bro, that is the best feeling. It is awesome. Like, just keeps you warm. I don't know. It was cold as nice. Trust me. And then the protection of having the tiger. Oh yeah, <laughs> the tiger blanket. Yeah, <laughs> my kids go. Rawr. You know, it's like, but dude, trust me, like that. I'm that gonna, is. I'm just gonna say this: if you guys don't have a flea market blanket, you're get one. You're missing get one. Okay, specifically pulga, not flea market, la pulga. If anything, you know what? I'm gonna say this. There was a Virgin Mary ones that they were selling at Walmart, and my mom got them for my boys. It, it's the same material, bro. I, I, I get what I, you mean, but I'm just like, there's something. For me, I'm not going to touch that one personally because I'm not religious. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it just has the same material. But what's funny is I tell my family I'm not religious, and I think they think I mean atheist. And I'm like, no, 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 I believe in the big guy. <laughs> it's just I don't, I'm not a fan of religion. <laughs> but yeah, so that's me right there with the big ass blanket. Yeah. So yeah, that's my top three. My top three consists of. Damn it! What did I say the first? <laughs> uh, number three was um. Well, when you wake up, yeah, early in the morning, the without any alarm, without nobody bothering you, just you waking up, basically to whatever. Let's say. Even if it's not even noise, if you have like the blackout curtains like I do, that's yeah, I'm just like, what? Like, I just don't know what time it is. Mm -hmm. My number two is the fresh cut when you're walking through the grass and it's fresh cuts, you figure the long and stuff on there, barefoot. You know, it's just, it, it's fucking nice. It's insane. And it has to be, like I said, it has to be on, it, it, I guess it has to be big enough to where it kind of, Keeps it cool on under under the the long grass, the long weed or whatever. Um, so yeah, it has to be like that. You can't be like, oh hey, I'm gonna cut it, even though it's kind of short, but I'm gonna cut it just so I can keep it trimmed up and whatever. Because then it's just gonna be nothing but hot ass, sticky brown. No, it doesn't work. For it. And then my number one is the. <laughs> I keep having the brain for it. My number one is the, um, the, blanket. the blanket. blanket. Yes, the blanket. 
the blanket with uh, the Mexican blanket when you wrap yourself up in a burrito. That's so. It's just so satisfying. No, no it's just. No, you're it's right. Even now, just you know what? That's what I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm, gonna, gonna, I'm gonna throw one more, one more out there. It's kind of, I guess, an honorable mention. No, I like um, that feeling when you get when you come home to something. And, and I mean, like that—that that could be anything. Obviously, children, a, a, a loved one, family, or for me, a dog. Because <laughs> this guy, especially, it makes it seem like I'm like I've been gone for like years, even though it's only for like a few hours. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it just feels—you know—you obviously feel special because like oh, makes it feel so, makes it feel appreciated. Mm-hmm. Like this is my human who feeds me. Hey, guy, where you been? <laughs> yeah, you been it. The guy can't eat. I will say that about Rubble. The guy can eat. He's like, he, like there is, there is no tomorrow for him. Oh man, poor, poor guy. He's not that. He's going Yeah, wonder if you guys are gonna hear him snoring today. But yeah, so that is our three up, three down. And that basically is the show. I don't know why I said basically it is the show. That's the show. Um. Shout out to Unhinged Sports Network. If you guys don't know, if you guys been living on the rock this whole week, um, it is the clash. Um, obviously, you guys are listening to this on Friday, so for all I know, USC is probably eliminated from March Madness at this point. Um, so me celebrating them beating Kansas would be nothing but no point. But um, also, the clash is going to be is a matchup between Team Far End of the Bench, which we are with number one pick, humble brag, <laughs> number one pick um, versus. The J Dad Show, or which is also the the head honcho of Unhinged Sports, Jim. Just for the class reasons, Jim Menor. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> he's apologizing again. I can tell him his face; it means it. Sorry, Jim. Um, but yeah, so it's and we're facing up against uh, Beyond the Press Box. I guess thanks, Jim. Um, sorry, <laughs> sorry for Beyond the Press Box. Guess really want to come. <laughs> All right. All right, but anyways, kind of going back to it. So it's a clash. It's a it's just a little interesting halfway point of our un, uh, unhinged uh, season, which obviously is the season to see who's going to be the podcast of the year. Um, so, but it's great. That's been fun. Um, you know, the l- little banter between the groups, right, and all that. Um, but it, yeah, it's been interesting, and it's gonna be fun to see who uh, who ends up coming out on top. And like I said, this episode's gonna be dropping on Friday, so hopefully. At this point, uh, we'll see where where we stand with beyond the press box. Um, I'm maybe come off a little little bit cocky right now, but for all we know, you know, they they, they beat us, or or well, we we did we knew what we were. <laughs> this is what yeah. I'm saying. Um, but yeah, so it's gonna be fun. Um, you know, obviously we're 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 repping Team Far on the bench. Uh, we, we said our nice things about Colorado. I do. I love the landscape. Like I, I really do. When I went there over the springs, uh, they should be badass. Like way to Mount Lake. Yep, should be amazing. We love South Park. Oh uh, uh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Our nice things about Colorado. Um. Yeah. Oh, and then also it's the anniversary of uh, Costa Rica versus USA in Denver, Colorado, where the snow game. Oh yeah, it's the anniversary on Monday. It's always Friday. Monday was the anniversary. It's Friday now. So. <laughs> But yeah, anyways, <laughs> so yeah, there's that. So uh, shout out to Unhinged Sports Network. If you guys want to, well, not want to, you guys should be following them on Twitter at Network Unhinged. So you will be letting, they'll let you know when we're live 
on their on their site at unhingedsn.com because um, you know we're awesome. Help help blow us up. Not only us, but the Unhinged Sports Network. We have a lot of great podcasts, and that's kind of the reason why for the class to showcase the great podcasts that we have here available, like the Reserves Podcast, like Beyond the Press Box. Even though currently we're, I guess, competing with them. <laughs> High Love Sports, our boy Kelsey. So make sure you guys follow them on Twitter at Network Unhinged so you guys can go ahead and be notified when all these great uh, podcasts are available to listen to on the Unhinged Sports Network. So there's that. Also, man, shout out. Shout out to Alejandro Gomez of ANG Graphics for the creation of the of the in, insert name FC. Jesus Christ, how long? How long was it me to say that? Wow. Insert, insert name FC's logo. You guys see the logo. We put it everywhere. You see it in our graphics and all that shit. We love the logo. If you guys haven't noticed, we love the fucking logo. We think yes, it's the best, logo. best logo in the world. Take some, take some notes. Club the foot. Mont- uh, I don't know. I can't say yeah, that. Take, take notes, Dynamo. Yeah. No, kind of growing. It's the logo's kind of growing. I mean, now. It's growing. Um, where's the ter- Take that, FC Dallas. Learn from that. Well, your shitty ass logo with your stupid fucking bull, your stupid fucking team name, and your stupid youth academy that's so fucking awesome. Fuck you, FC Dallas. <laughs> Fuck you. Wow. I hate you. You're not even in Dallas. You're in Frisco, Texas, you little bitch. Oh, well. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, but if you guys love our logo, <laughs> follow, her, follow her on Instagram at a.g.graphics with an X. Once again, it's a.g.graphics with an X. Um, if you guys want to have a logo done for yourself, hit her up and we, we guarantee you she's good. Yes. And of course, shout out to the man, the myth, the legend, our producer, the namesake of the Roosevelt Spencer's Chick-fil-A Player of the Year Award. Roosevelt Spencer. Yeah. If you guys love our beats, if you guys love the way we sound, um, well, what are you doing? Follow this man on Instagram at thatguydope. Once again, it's at thatguydope. Follow him on Instagram and start working with this guy, man. If you guys do not hear these sick-ass beats that we have for this show, come on, man. Yeah. Come on. We need to feed our boys better. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, anyway, so make sure you guys follow him. And I mean, what else is there to say about Spencer that we haven't said already? He is amazing. He is amazing awesomeness. Yep. Man, he, he knows how to hurt my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty damn sure he can get to mine too, but Look, oh man! Once Spencer starts roasting you, you're it's, yeah, it's yeah, never yeah. gonna end. And that, that's one thing I know for sure from my time in the Marine Corps with him. Spencer, <laughs> Spencer can roast you. Spencer can roast you. Oh yeah, he's a pro at that. I mean, I've had him on occasions, but it, it's never long. It's never long that. And I can roast people too. <laughs> that's the but, but Spencer, yeah, he 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 can get you mad. I, I, luckily, I've never gotten mad at Spencer, but I've seen him get people some, some people pretty pissed off. <laughs> More, yeah. But that's that's what we love about Spencer. Yeah, we love old Spencer right there. And uh, it's funny because he keeps messing with me and saying that the audio sounds terrible. Sometimes I think he's telling me the truth, but sometimes I think he's just messing with me. <laughs> Maybe he's right. I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, but yeah, uh, that's the show, man. Um, episode twenty nine. Sheesh. 
Um, catch us next week for episode 30. Um, the me- <laughs> I, I, we, we did OG Ronaldo, so I guess the OG Messi episode. 20? 30. 30. Messi wore well, 30. Yeah, I know he did, but I'm trying to think. Yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah. Because I was trying to think of somebody else. How many 30s do you know? I have no idea. That's why I was like, I was trying to think of somebody else, and I couldn't come up with one. So, yeah. Oh, like, okay. The OG Messi. The OG Messi. But, yeah, so that's the show, man. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InstagramFC. If you guys want to give us a debate topic for our debate uh, segment, make sure you guys send it over to us once again at InstagramFC on Instagram and Twitter. If you like it, we'll go ahead and put on a future episode. So, thanks for listening and catch us next week. Thank you, guys. Take care. $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.